Greetings and welcome to the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. If you're new to the show, this is a long-form podcast where I sit down with guests and we just have a conversation. Now, these conversations are not scripted. They are raw and real. There's no editing. So wherever they go, they go. So hopefully you guys will enjoy the conversations as much as I know that I will. Today's episode is brought to you by nobody. Because let's be honest, nobody likes to hear ads. We all just put up with it because we think we have to. Well, you know what? I decided let's not do that for the time being and see how we get along. So let's get into what we all came here for, the actual episode. All right, folks, today we have back with us our good friends from Instruments of Freedom, uh, Mr. Ethan Franz, and unfortunately, Mr. Jeff Wilson forgot that we were recording today and was unable to make it. So unfortunately, we will not be graced with his presence, but hopefully he'll be back on next time we record and also joining us is agent tom and i wanted to do a 2020 recap and these boyos were more than interested so we got together and we talked about all things that were 2020 and also kind of looking ahead into 2021 now that it is uh, early january and kind of seeing where we think well kind of speculating i guess where we think things are going to go but just remember uh we're just three dumbasses <laughs> uh but we definitely got into some big rants and talked about some crazy things and it was a lot of fun but we were definitely a little long-winded today because it's been a while since we've all gotten together but it was definitely a blast and hopefully you guys enjoy it as much as i know that i did so without any further ado please sit back strap in and enjoy our conversation Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Hess, and today we have the boyos back with us. We've got Ethan Franz of Instruments of Freedom. What's up, gangsters? <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while. Welcome back on the show, sir. It's been very busy. I know. You've had a busy time, yeah. but we're glad to have you back. Oh, happy all. to be back. And also, we have Agent Tom. Back in style. <laughs> in style, I don't know, sir. We need to talk about the styling, but well, <laughs> luckily- well, at least 30 pounds lighter well, than the last that. time. That's always good. Uh, very proud of you for that. And we would have had uh, Jeff Wilson from Instruments of Freedom with us, but unfortunately, I reminded him like a day ago, and he already forgot that today was Slacker. recording day. And yeah. I gave him I gave him a call. I'm like, hey, you almost here? And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, okay, we're going to record without you. Sorry, bro. <laughs> so uh, he didn't make this one, so we'll just have to make up some shit for him that he might have <laughs> probably him. said. <laughs> That's always possible, too. <laughs> So, well, we want. Well, I wanted to do a 2020 recap, and unfortunately, my daughter flew up for Christmas and got the whole family sick with the Rona. So we, yeah. <laughs> so we had to postpone that a little bit. So now we're recording it. Um, so we're into 2021 a little bit, but it's still close enough that we can definitely do a 2020 recap and also hopefully kind of see what's ahead here in 2021. So before we get started, uh, Ethan, you guys have anything going on in the shop coming up really soon here? Uh, coming up, yeah. So one of the things that we've been doing is developing a couple new classes that we're getting ready to roll out. So obviously due to the whole pandemic of 2020, uh, you know, a lot of concealed handgun license classes have been taking place a lot of people uh, a lot more first-time gun owners have been coming yes in. there's been a lot of new gun owners which yeah. is a great thing yeah if they get some good training absolutely and so what i'm trying to do is bridge the gap between the people who have their license and the people who i would consider like us people who already have a very good understanding of what they need to do to educate themselves on these skills and the things that they need to do to perfect their craft if you will 
So I'm trying to bridge the gap there by developing some other classes to get people more comfortable with the idea of actually carrying their gun. Because I think that's one of the biggest hurdles that people have once they get into this kind of thing. I, you know? I think that's fair because even a bunch of people that I know that have grown up shooting and have been around firearms their whole lives, when they get their CHL, you know, they, they still get nervous to actually put a round in the chamber and put it on their person. Yeah. So I, I personally know a bunch of people who would spend weeks just practicing around their house with an empty firearm, yeah. just getting used to having it on their body before well, they actually felt comfortable enough to go out in public, which I think is a responsible thing absolutely. to do. Absolutely. That's even one of my recommendations I tell my students is, uh, you know, once you decide you're going to go get your license and you start going through the process, you know, walk around your house for a week or two with your gun unloaded in your holster the way you would carry it. And then at the end of each day, check it and make sure your trigger didn't get depressed, obviously causing the gun to go off. And that's going to build that confidence in your ability to carry the gun. After that one, two, three-week interval, whatever you want to call it, go ahead and put a magazine in the gun. No, Nothing in the chamber, just a loaded magazine. So now you're getting used to the feeling of the weight of yeah. a loaded pistol, because which that, is that's a huge difference. It's signific- significantly different. And then after that one, two, three-week interval, whatever, once they feel that comfort level set back in, Go ahead and do the same thing with a loaded chamber now. Now, obviously, if something happens, you're going to know because the gun's going to fucking go off and you're (laughs) going to have an extra hole in you. Um, And obviously, that that first and second interval of carrying the gun without a round in the chamber, that's your opportunity to make sure that your equipment isn't causing you to have some kind of catastrophic incident, you know, or if it's too cheap, like most people want to do, spend three hundred dollars yeah. on a gun and nine ninety nine on a belt and a holster. Yeah, you know that, and that's one of the biggest things I try to preach in my classes is simply that the gun is just a portion of right. your equipment. Well, it's you also manner of dress and equipment is the most important thing, really. Oh the, yeah, the gun is the gun's the gun, but you know the the. the to properly conceal a weapon and not be seen, it's a it's a manner of dress, and you have to buy quality equipment. Oh, absolutely. You know, well, I, I think mean, I think it's like anything in life. Like with most things, you get what you pay for. So mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you don't need the most expensive thing out there, right. but you've got to find a good middle ground. Right. You know, and, th- and that's just kind of how that works. So mm-hmm. it's it's like it's like anything else. But with lo- luckily with today's day and age, with YouTube and everything else, you can see reviews on just about everything. You can look oh, at a absolutely. bunch of different things and kind of see what you know is going to fit you best. But we all know people mm-hmm. who've got a drawer full of holsters. <laughs> oh, I'm one they, of them. Yeah, because you know, I've tried this and I tried that and I didn't like this. I didn't like that. We all know people like that. well, and so that's that, that's just part of the game. Yeah, unfortunately. and that's another thing too. You know, I ask students in the class. I'm like, how many times have you been at Lowe's or Walmart and you see some random item or gadget and you're like, oh man. That's the best fucking thing I've ever seen. And you buy it, and you take it home, and you use it one, maybe two times, and you're like, man, this thing's a piece of shit. What the? I wasted my money. I'm like, you're going to have that. That's not just... There's marketing in firearms, too. Right, right. You know, and I, I've had people ask me, they're like, well, why would anybody even sell those products? And I'm like, because someone is gullible enough to buy it. Right, Like, you know, what was it, P.T. P. Barnum, a sucker's born every minute? That's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't know what you don't know. So you got the CHL classes going on right now, and you're trying to bridge the gap between new firearm owners and then people who have some experience. What else you guys got going on? So another one of the things that we've been doing is we're getting ready to develop some team courses to where 
say you and your significant other want to learn how to defend your home in an effective manner, you could show up to this course and we will actually teach you how to properly work as a team together to be able to, say, clear a structure. Okay. You know, your home, learning how to clear your home properly. Again, not something that we always recommend, but if you have to, it's good to know these it's, things. If you don't ever use it, it's still good to know how to do it. Well, absolutely. You know, I always come back to the old adage, I would rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. Or the two people in St. Louis. The well, couple in St. Louis, you know. I mean, it's, Yeah, you know. Uh, luckily, we can talk that, about them in a little bit. Yeah, yeah I'll <laughs> say luckily for them that they didn't actually have to use their skill. because, Or, or, or the enemy didn't actually use their skill. Well, yeah. I think it was yeah. more like the lack of skill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. That was, so, that was, that was yeah. pretty evident. So. Yeah. And where can people go to find the classes for you guys? So if you guys want, go ahead and check out Instruments of Freedom uh, on our Instagram and our Facebook. Just uh, look up on Facebook Instruments of Freedom. You can go on Instagram at, at instruments underscore of underscore freedom. Uh, or if you want, you can go to our website. It's ioftwtg.com. And uh, feel free to send us a message, man. We'd be more than happy to help anybody out. And I know that last time um, Jeff was on the show, you guys were doing some uh, semi-automatic precision rifle course that you guys were coming up with. Uh, uh, it was Daniel Def- No, it wasn't Daniel Def- Knight's Defense. Armament. There it is. Okay, Knight's Armament. So- is, is that is that full now? Because he was saying it was only like two spots left. I think there's still one spot left. Oh, there's left. one spot left. Yeah, so there's so, a chance to get in there, guys. So get your sen- rifle. Yeah, so essentially what you're getting, because uh, I want to say the course itself is 6800 a person, but you're getting a Knight's Armament SR-25. I can't remember the optic. I think it's a Leupold. It's Mark, definitely a Leupold. I forget the Mark what, four, maybe. I forget which, which model but it I, was. But. but I do know it has the Horus Tremor three reticle on it. And the reason why that's so cool is because Horace is actually going to come down for two days to teach the students how to use that particular reticle. And the way it's set up, it's supposed to be designed so that way you set your dope, you run, you know, you get your zero set or whatever, and then basically make the markings on the uh, reticle will give you your dope all the way out to like 800 yards. So you don't have to actually like click and adjust it. Yeah, it's you're not, already you're on not the adjusting your turrets. Yep, all you're doing is pinning your... Pinning your crosshair and pulling a trigger. It's very cool. It's certainly a good deal. Because I don't remember when Jeff uh, sent the email originally, I thought, oh, he made a mistake. He probably meant to say like $680 for a two-day course. That's mm-hmm. that's still a great deal, but it makes more sense. And then he sent like well, another one. It's well, like, hey, shitheads, you need to have your down payment of like this much. Like, oh, shit, what's going on here? And then and then we found out that you actually get to keep the rifle, keep the bipod, oh, yeah. keep the glass. Like all these things. Like, So I started like, I didn't know what these things cost. I go online. I start looking this MSRPs mm-hmm. up like – Holy shit, that's a hell of a deal. Yeah, you're saving almost. That's, like that's a hell of a grand. deal for the equipment itself, and then you get the class for free. Essentially, it's like, yeah, holy shit, this is an amazing deal. So if, if you guys are interested, go check that yeah. out. It's a very good deal for sure. Um, yeah. And then where can they can visit you guys locally as well? So yeah, where, where's the it, shop? If at? they're local, they can come down to our shop, which is at 426 East Liberty Street here in Worcester. Uh, we're right on the corner of Bell and Liberty. Uh, we're attached to Napa. You can't miss us. There's a big eagle on the building. Yeah, it's pretty easy to find. And uh, something else that we mentioned last time that I want to reiterate while we're kind mm-hmm. of on the subject is if you guys don't live in this area and you want some good quality training, get a hold of Jeff and Ethan, and they will take care of you guys and let you know who's the shysters around you and where good training is because you may not know if you're brand new but they can take a really quick look of what's available and tell you where to go and where not to go 
Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I always encourage my students to do is verify that the person that they're learning from is actually qualified to teach them. Yes. You know, obviously, because we don't need any more VOTAs out there running around, you know, teaching BS. Um, but uh, we travel as well, too, you know. So if they're particular about what it is that they're trying to learn, that's something we can, uh, you know, come to a common goal with them, you know, on a, on a place to do it and times and locations and all that stuff. We're more than happy to do that, too. You know, we like to try to get out and about and see the world, too. Yeah, so, nothing wrong you know, with that. One range at a time. That's right, baby. <laughs> so. All right. Well, that, that's great. Uh, thank you so much for catching us up on all that kind yeah. of stuff. It's always good to hear what's going on at the shop, yeah, too. Yeah, thanks for letting me plug it, man. Hey, no. that's, that's what we're here for. Like, yeah. we're here to push you guys, have some fun, bullshit a little bit, well, and hopefully it provides some kind of value for the listeners. We did just finish a remodel up down there at the store. Oh, really? Yeah, in between Christmas and – so from Christmas Eve to – I think the 4th of January, we were closed, and six of those days I spent actually doing a remodel in the store. We took two storage rooms, turned them into one big room, put a wall into the showroom, and that's now my gunsmithing room. Okay. So people can actually come in and watch me do gun work. Put like, or, a, you put like a glass window in there, or is it just open to see you? No, it's a glass window. Okay. You know, so people can actually come in and watch me do my armor stuff, because one of the things that I finished in 2020 was my master armor course for the ar-15 very cool so uh there's a a class in maryland called school of the american rifle and this dude is like the cream of the crop when it comes to the ar-15s and uh, i got to complete his master armor and builders course it was a two-day course and uh man you want to talk about i mean he just pounded so much i, I i'm so geeked up man i don't even know how to describe it uh just I'm so jacked up about this, and, and I've even got a couple rifles that have been commissioned for me to build for a few local law enforcement agencies. Oh, nice. So that way, I, I know that these law enforcement guys are going to be getting quality firearms, and that if he, if he has to yank that out of his trunk or out of that gun rack and run it, it's going to fucking work every time, and that makes me feel good. Yeah. You know? So I take a little bit of pride in that. That's something that... I've accomplished personally is getting that room set up so that way people can kind of come in and see what we're doing. Which is a, it's a cool thing because we've all seen videos and, and that's interesting in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But to, to watch somebody you know personally, yeah, like walk, walk through and you can actually watch them go through that step in person. That's a very cool thing. Yeah, you know, so even if it's something simple, somebody comes in, they want their pistol sights changed. You know, mm-hmm. before when my work room was in the back, I would take their gun, I'd take their sights, I'd disappear, and I'd come back ten minutes later. And I'm yeah. like, "Here's your pistol. Here's, here's the magical stuff that we did in the back." Yeah, you know. And now they can sit there and watch absolutely. you do it. Absolutely, very cool. Yeah, absolutely. So that puts me back in front of the customers a little bit more, and hopefully that'll let people know that we do do that armor stuff and some of that minor gunsmithing work as well too. You know, I want to try to get some more of that going. So hey, it's it's yeah. always needed. You know, Absolutely. Like there's, there's not many gunsmiths around anymore, so it's it's good to be able to have that like right here. Well, I own a couple Dremels, so. so you know I can grind on about anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, smartass. Some, some comical relief there. Yeah. Watching try to put on slides that don't <laughs> want to go on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So let's. I guess let's go back to what you know, Tom was saying here. It's like so we had these bunch of crazy stuff happen last year, right? And it was it was well. I think Andy Stump kind of. Uh, pulled it the best when he basically said it was basically like a dumpster fire. Oh yeah, that's pretty much what 2020 was. Um, but there, so whatever did happen to those uh, people I'm in thinking St. more like a landfill fire. <laughs> <laughs> whatever did happen to those people in St. Louis? Now, if I remember correctly, they were both lawyers, right? Yep. And so these uh, the the protests slash riots. 
mm-hmm. had broken into a gated community where there was mm-hmm. no trespassing, so they weren't right. legally allowed to be there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they were walking up and down the street saying that we're going to take your homes. And if I understand correctly, they said that we're going to kill you people. You don't deserve these homes. Burn you down. We should have there. There are homes. Mm-hmm. They should be for us and blah, 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 and all these kind of things. And these two people, husband and wife, came out. Um, horribly, I might add, which is really bad tactics, and they were waving guns around. Uh, the woman had a pistol, I believe, mm-hmm. and she was literally waving it at the people. Allegedly, that couldn't fire. Fl- like flagging everybody, which is a big no-no in firearms. Finger anybody on the trigger. Anybody who has firearms knows you don't fucking do that ever, yeah. unless you're willing to shoot that person, thing, whatever. You don't. You don't do that. And the guy had an AR. And he was waving that around and doing that kind of stuff. Now, from what I understand, like they got prosecuted and all kinds of bad things happened. They got in all kinds of trouble. But well, I don't remember following up. It's, so what, a, whole, it's a whole drama. To add, to add one extra thing to to that is this gated community, and then they also broke another gate that was on their property. So they broke another gate and went onto their property, and they were told to so, get off. So two thresholds yeah, have through, been broken. Yeah, two two thresholds have been broken and they're on their property and they tell them to go and they basically tell them what they're going to do to them. So they run in and get their guns and they run back out. The the people riding, riding and protesting were the ones telling. And who were also armed. I mean, it's not like they were just a bunch of people out there just not doing anything. These are people that are armed. They broke through a gate. They broke, they broke through another gate and they're telling them you need to get back. You need to get back. And then they're, and then they told them what they're going to do to them. So they went and got their guns and said, get, get the F off my property. The homeowners. The homeowners. Yes. Yeah. So what happened, what happened is they tried to prosecute them one way and the attorney general of the state came up and says, you can't do that. So what they've done is they've done creative posturing and, and brought up different laws to be able to charge them on. So they've been the homeowners, the homeowners. Right. So, and then they dropped, you know, the best thing is you got a, you got a riot of people that are trespassing with firearms and none of them have been charged. So then you're charging these people just basically being vindictive dick. That's what, this is what these people, this is what the government's become and vindictive on these people because who are they to do this? And, you know, uh, they're caving in the pressure from people to, to prosecute these two people did what the, what they did wasn't smart. But then again, uh, what do you do in this situation? You can't call the police because we all know up in Wisconsin they called the sheriff, and the sheriff's like, "I'm not coming out." So you got these people that yeah, are you got like what one squad car or two cops going to show up, and there's yeah. like three or four hundred protesters. Who knows right. how many? I don't right. know. Right? I mean, there was but it's a, like, what are they going to do? There was a metric shit ton of people running around threatening these people. They were armed. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, their bluff worked, but in reality, their bluff could have really cost them because. A good shooter can take out two people bunched up like that in about 2.1 seconds. You yeah. know, it's pop, yeah. pop. It's, it's, it's the, over. The gun fight's over. So what they did was was stupid going out there like that, and they bluffed them, and it worked, which is, you know, which is which is good in that situation for them. But, you know, I mean, it's the political fallout. and Well, it's it's not that it was good for them in that situation. It was they thought that their lives and right. livelihood had been threatened. Right. Well, so, I, so, so they right. came out in a show of force. Right. And which which is stupid. You right, should right. not do that. But like they felt like it was the best way to save their own lives. I mean, obviously, they wouldn't have done right. that if they didn't feel threatened. Right. And then it's like, but now they're facing all kinds of issues and problems and lawsuits and whatever. Right. Like for what? Well, they, they were defending their home exactly. Well, and I'm pretty sure by law they were they, they, they are were justified. Yeah, they are legally justified. Yes. to use a show of force yes. to defend property in in that state. Right. Um, yep. I, I'm pretty sure that's what the law states, right. and that's what the the um, attorney general attorney said. general said, and then uh, 
I think it was the prosecuting attorney came back mm-hmm. and said, well, we're basically going to figure out another way to right, charge right. them. The, you know, the creatively charging, as, yeah. as the term goes. But like you know, like I said, it was good for them is the fact that that they were lucky that, the, that at this point in time that those protesters didn't kill them because it would have been very easy for them to do. And this is where, this is where tactics go and mm-hmm. probably the reason the genesis for your your type of classes now because up to that point we nobody in america ever had to to face that kind of stuff and when they did it was la riots and nobody got charged i mean look at the when were the la riots 92 yeah 92 i mean you had the koreans up on the roofs with ak's Mm -hmm. pointing at the rioters do you see that guy as a supreme court justice now yeah 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 that's awesome yeah so you you have these people that are you know have defended themselves in the past these people pretty much do a little bit more aggressive version of what's been done in the past but you have you have prosecutors that have a political agenda more than what we're going to follow the law and it's kind of like we go back to the rule of law i mean if if you if the def- if self-defense in the law, in the penal code or the law book says this is what it is, this is what this is what we pay prosecutors to enforce, this letter of the law. We don't pay them as, well, I can't fit it into this, so I'm going to fit it into this. That does nobody any good. I mean, it, it, it erodes the 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 trust in the system, yes. the confidence in the system. And th- and that's, I think that's become the huge issue at the moment is that- Everywhere. Is, yeah, exactly. Because like these rioters and protesters, right. none of them are getting charged. Right. And it's like, wait a minute. Now, granted, I personally right. believe that you have the right to peacefully protest. Agree. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Too. But as soon as you start breaking the law, as soon as you start looting, right. rioting, yep. threatening people- Throwing firebombs. Yeah, throwing firebombs right. or rocks or yep. ruining cop cars or doing whatever. Burning as down. soon as you do that- you need to be arrested, exactly. period, end of story. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I don't understand why they're going after these law-abiding citizens, homeowners, who were just protecting their lives and their right. property, right. and not against these people who were like who were going in. Right. Now, now, that brings us to an, another interesting point about the uh, – no, granted, this wasn't last year, right? It was, right. It, was like, it was like last week, uh, or was it this past week? Well, when, all, uh, all fair and game where, well, you know, like, there, was, there was the, 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 the DC, the DC protest right. where mm-hmm. people were there for a Trump rally or whatever they want to call it, a protest. And they end up storming the Capitol building. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, it's like, I look at this thing very simply. It's like they had the right to go there and protest and do whatever. Exactly. But as soon as you force entrance into a government building, you should be arrested. Period. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's no, there's no lenience on one side or the other, whatever political party or side you're attached to. It's, it's bullshit. Yeah. Right. You broke the law. You need to go to jail. Period. Well, the question of it, the, 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 the million dollar question of it is, is, is the erosion of trust with the media. You can't even get a, a accurate account of what's gone on inside of there. I, mean, well, I think that's why people are listening to the media less and less right, and less. Right. And actually, like I get most of my news through podcasts. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I don't pay attention to any mainstream media. If it, I see something like I saw, like what is it? The uh, was it Christmas Day? Was it the Nashville? Yeah, the bombing. Nashville bombing. Yeah, that right, was right. Like morning. I saw that. So I, I saw like, I saw something that happened, but then I, I haven't found like a podcast to go listen to where I can actually trust the person saying it that it's not going to be biased one way or the other. So I don't yeah. know all the details of what it's happened. It's just amazing. You 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 have like we'll go into that. You have the the breaking news, and you watch you watch TV, and you go click, and you go to the you go to one political party, and they've got their agenda. You click it over to another party, they got their agenda, and then you just have all the other news 
channels who have their agenda and you you go down it and it's like okay all right it's uh you know it's greenpeace saving the world so they're blowing up this and it's the you know it's the server for the cia it's i mean everybody has a a theory about it and then you go on to youtube and you start watching people talk about it and and, and <laughs> yahoo those rabbit yeah. holes oh <laughs> yeah, my yeah, god yeah but the funny thing is the yahoo from texas seemed to point out more more statistical facts and relevant but, facts than what the news media does. But I think that becomes the issue is that a lot of these news medias, they're omitting facts because exactly. it doesn't fit their narrative. Right. And it's like, right. I don't give two shits about your narrative. I know exactly. We, I know you've got it. I understand yeah, your that. Your agenda. Just tell me the facts. Let me come up with my own conclusion. I'll, I'll give you a really good, a really good example is I was just bumping around on my phone and I saw this, this article. It says, the reason why we have no ammunition. I'm like, okay, this ought to be really interesting. So I open it up, and this 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 guy clearly had an agenda. He wanted to blame white privileged people for the shortage of 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 ammunition and firearms. It's all the paranoid people of white descendants who are paranoid and are privileged. They're buying it all up and they're hoarding it because they're ready for the end of the world. So I'm, I'm going, okay, that's all right. So I'm reading through Partially it. Partially true. Well, no, I mean, this is, this is the worst part. So I'm reading through it, and he's, he's, he's uh, uh, interviewing somebody from Vista, from Federal, and Federal goes, yeah, we just got Remington, and Remington's been out for a while, and we can't wait to get him up, right? And I'm sitting there going, okay, Remington went out of business, went bankrupt, right? They've been basically mm-hmm. sitting in idle for over a year. Right, that is one of the big three ammunition makers in the country. Right, you got you got Federal, you've got uh, Winchester, and you got Remington, the big three who make the bulk of it. So we're down one third of our ammunition yeah. production uh, in the United States, but yet it's white privileged people who are hoarding it. It's like shouldn't have been the article, you know? Hey, Remington's down. We're gonna get them back up, and this is this is gonna ease up with it. No, and then they didn't even go into the whole thing about how Lake City had the, they have contracts for X amount of years. I don't know that I don't remember what it was. It was like eight or yeah. ten years, and federal lost, and Remington. Uh, sorry, not Remington, but Winchester won it. So Winchester. Federal's packing all their stuff and leaving, and Winchester's coming in, which is a six months turnaround, right in the middle of this going on. So there's there is legitimate reasons why some of this is getting a little short out there, with the fact that you have you have uncertain times. You have the Wuhan, and then you have political stuff. You've got really uncertain times going on, which is causing people to become more more initiated with their with their rights i mean you can't call the police because we just watch it on tv they won't show up yeah they've been told by government officials and city um counselors and whatnot to like stand down like wait a second that's their job like well exactly i'm not gonna say who but i i have friends who are in law enforcement and and several times i have heard them say that they won't respond to calls certain calls because it's it's not worth their time and energy they just can't they can't justify the manpower and the time it takes to take these calls, you know. And it's not because they don't want to. It's not because they don't want to serve right. their their community and and you know commit to their duty right. of being a police officer. They they can't. Let's, they, let's they, be they, honest. They're one hundred percent underfunded, and underpowered, absolutely. And we, and we have found that out in the last couple of months. And everyone's right. blaming them, saying, "Well, we need to take money away from them." Like, are you guys crazy? Well, two weeks ago, they were. I mean, you got to think. 
two weeks ago they were talking about defunding the police and getting rid of all of them and why mm-hmm. do they need all this military equipment but really i mean in 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 all reality is in that case where those two homeowners were in St. Louis were sitting there what do you think two officers in a car responding yeah. that is really going to do with a pistol and with, two mags yeah exactly i mean it's so you go back to hindsight's 2020 maybe some of this equipment may come in handy but the problem of it is is will the government have the stomach to use it or not i mean it all comes to optics i mean it all goes down to optics and the fact of will the government use it or not well let's face it like the police officers just don't have the training well they we, ju- we don't even we're not even gonna go that they, they, far they just you know? don't I right mean, you can get them uh, all yeah. the equipment in the world but right. if they don't have the training to yeah. be able to utilize that properly but we're it's not, not e- gonna help yeah i mean we give them the toys but the question is will management use it and b have they been trained on it i mean that's the that's the major thing and and we're seeing in police and police and and fire and all those guys they're minimally trained you know here in ohio they qualify what once a year once a year I mean, you know, the, it's 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 ridiculous, and now it's starting to show through. the The simple truth is, also, you got the fact of it is 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 the police departments want to used to be an independent kind of thing. It's kind of the buffer. There were the you know rule of law. Everybody was the rule of law, and the police were there to keep the peace and to to promote harmony in the in in, in the neighborhoods in the in society that's the idea but now you're getting more and more the police are becoming the agent of the government you know whether it's local state or federal the police are becoming more and more the 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 german shepherd of of the government versus the independent they're, law enforcer they're the heel of the boot yeah exactly well, I, but i think yep. that is personally like a lack of leadership and not the fault of the actual officer themselves. Because I believe they're being directed from the people who want to maybe get political points from, well, yeah. from the, maybe the mayor or whoever, like in their in their town, county, I, whatever. I think it's an even keel. Yes. And the reason why I say that is because if, you know, and I'm not saying to just do this if you're a cop and you're listening to this, but nobody says you actually have to be a cop. Nobody says that you have to abide by right. that. Rules and regulations of what your uh, superior is laying out for you. But... I also understand why those guys don't walk away. Some guys, mm-hmm. that's what they're made to do. Right. Some people are just... It's a calling. Th- th- that's just their life, right. you know? And, and I don't want to say that they can't do anything else, but, you know, I, there's things I found in my life that that's... I know I'm going right. to commit to these things for the rest of my life, and it's certain aspects of my life, and maybe that's just how they feel about law enforcement. Yeah, and, I mean, that's, and I understand that, but it's it's tough to be a person like Greg Anderson. Like, we, we all know Greg Anderson, and he was the gentleman who made the viral YouTube video in its police cruiser right. saying, hey, shame on you cops for right. arresting mm-hmm. people in the Rona who right. were going out to the park or going exactly. surfing. Or, right, right. Like, the, the, the mother's taking their child mm-hmm. outside, like, where they can be safe. Right. Like, yeah. that's all been proven. Right. And he was saying, shame on you cops for doing this. This mm-hmm. is ridiculous. But he was willing to take a stand for right, what he believed right, in. Right, agreed. He ended up getting yeah, fired for it. and it cost it. him. Yeah, but it's like, but he can live on those principles. And, and I respect a man right. like that. Yeah, absolutely. Who can live on his principles. But I also understand where that becomes difficult for somebody else who's got a mortgage. Yeah, you've got a family got, to feed. You've got, got a wife right. and kids to take care of. And it's like, if I lose my job, we can lose our house. Like, I can't just quit my job. But... Right. There needs to be some kind of balance here. No, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. There's times where I've tuck, 
took shit from my boss that I didn't want to fucking take because I had bills to pay. Yep. You know, I'm I'm in that same boat right now, like at at work, you know, like I think things aren't going as well, but it's like, Hey, I I got bills to pay. So unless I want to find another job, I got to suck it up and do what they tell me to do. They're my boss. Mm -hmm. Well, kind of go on your, your, your premises is most law enforcement people believe in the constitution and they, they enforce laws equally and without bias. It, uh, the problem we're seeing now is the selection of the next generation and the the mission creep of every generation and how people get in. I mean, you put bad leadership in, they're not going to go out and find <clears throat> go-getters. They're going to go out and find people that will kiss their ass. Yeah, who are going to be want. the rule followers. Right, right. Yes the, or no, sir, instead of thinking exactly, for themselves. Exactly. And law enforcement traditionally... <clears throat> Sorry, has been you know independent thinking. You've you've got you've got discretion on what you want to do as a law enforcement officer because the system can't take somebody that's by the book and everything's black and white. Because in in law enforcement you'd be arresting hundreds of people and it would over overburden the system. So they gave you discretion, and I've seen discretion from a when I started was huge. You know you had a lot of discretion to make calls. And the, it keeps shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. It's, you know, now you're not making the call. Everything's going through a supervisor. Then it's going through the, the prosecuting attorney. I mean, everything is shrinking. You know, it's, it's, like, it's like micromanagement from the top. And this is why I'm saying that the law enforcement's becoming the, the hill of the boot because they are being micromanaged into this. And they are running out good officers who believe in the system and believe in the rules because they don't want to hear that there's rules that they have to follow. I mean, the uppers, the, the politicians don't want to follow the rules. And this is where we are now. This is, I believe this is the cause of a lot of the problems they have in Washington and why they, they stormed the Capitol was people weren't following rules or the appearance of not following rules really ticked off a lot of people with this election. I mean, it's, it's a, and then and the fact of it is, is, is I personally believe there's probable cause to believe shenanigans went on with that election, but nobody wants to look at it. When you're done, remind me, I got yeah. some conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's go like, down those rabbit holes. <laughs> I, I'm not saying a crime was committed, but there was enough there to warrant an investigation. Well, and, why haven't those come out with, because uh, like their lawyers have brought up a bunch of stuff and it's all been dismissed. Like, exactly. why, why is it all being dismissed? If, 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 if there was stuff there to... Because uh, they got that they, money, they shit. Well, well, I mean, you got to, you got to got that cheddar, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's like this. If there have been a lot of things that could have been done to defuse where we are now, mm-hmm. and one of them would be to start an investigation and look into this because everybody sees it, everybody knows that something stinks about it, and you know the question of it is 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 it is it is a person culpable? Is it is it machine culpable? Nobody knows, and if you leave people to sit there and use their imagination and make conspiracy theories, mm. what you get is a hundred times worse than what any investigation can show. Because if it is broke, then it needs to be fixed. Speculation is the death of investigation. Exactly. I mean, it's it's you know these people are sitting there getting amped up because nobody wants to listen. Everybody's looking away. The game's over. We're we're done. And and it's you know we have seventy eight million people versus seventy eight million people really that are deadlocked against each other and the powers to be seem to ignore the other seventy eight million in not doing anything to placate them or to explain things away from them they're just saying oh 
suck it up, Buttercup. We won. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is what causes this this tension. And the whole thing with the certifying of the electoral colleges, we we've been hearing for for months about how anybody can contest it and it's got to be looked at certain ways and you know if there's if they can't come to a consensus it's got to go to the supreme court it's it's all constitutionally laid out then we get to uh the six where they know there's millions of people in town and then they circumvent the system and say oh it's done rubber stamp rubber stamp rubber stamp and they and they wonder why people went nuts I mean, it's just, it's just like you look at them and go smack your head, you know, and then now they want to, they want to impeach the president, uh, with 13 days in, it's like, that, that's a momental waste of, of time. I mean, the dude's leaving. Yeah. And if it's, if everything was won so fairly, right. Why are they pushing him so hard? Yeah. He has less exactly. than two weeks. But that's, that's not fair because they've pushed him since the moment he got in. Because No, like, no, before he got in. Because like the, that, the, that party or the people who support that party or what have you, right. they hate him so much mm-hmm. yeah. because he came in and hurt their little feelings. And, and they just – they'll, they'll he, do anything to bend over backwards to, to get rid of him. So like, it's, it's just because they hate him so much. It's not of anything that he did or whatever except for the fact that literally he hurt their feelings. Well, now mm-hmm. not only do they hate him, they hate every one of his followers. Well, that's, that's, that's normal because like, right. we, we all know like in war, when, right. you, when you're going to fight against somebody else, you have to make them less than human. Yeah, right. you, you fight right. the enemy. It's just yeah. a tactic. Right. But this, isn't, this is – this is the fallacy of politics because we all forget that we're all Americans mm-hmm. and things should be done in a more professional fashion. And it hasn't. This is the culmination of unprofessional dirt slinging that, that has just been building every generation. Uh, you know, we can't, you can't make fellow Americans your enemy because the last time we did that, we had a war mm-hmm. And there. They continue to push it and they push agendas and they push this stuff. And it's not about, America or what's good for America now it's become what's good for a party yeah but we also have to remember that in in politics especially politics that are so divided like they are now mm-hmm. you're only really hearing from about 20 to 25 percent of the population exactly because you've got the screaming crazies on the left right mm-hmm. and the screaming crazies on the right yep whereas yeah mo- whereas most of us are somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. well like like the, yeah. the older that I get the more I steal this from Dan Bell mm-hmm. my weightlifting coach I I love what he said it's like the older that I get the more I'm becoming an extreme moderate. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to see myself more in the middle. And I, I really feel like the only way to fix the crap that's going on in politics right now is, first of all, to get rid of all these fucking career politicians. Exactly. And we need to get people in there with some common sense from some actual real-life experience. Right. Because most of these people, they've never done anything other than go to academia they were lawyers, mm-hmm. and then they became politicians. And that's right. all they've ever done. Where are the doctors? Where are the engineers? Where are the carpenters? Mm-hmm. Where are the electricians? Like, yep. where are the right. bus drivers, the mechanics? Like, where are the good old-fashioned farmers? Like, where, where are the folks that make up this, this great country that we live in that's falling apart because we're allowing it? Because we're exactly. listening to these stupid fuckheads on either side. Well, they've monopolized it. I mean, now you can only have two parties. You can't. I mean, there is more than the, than the the two parties. We yeah, see. but neither one of those other ones are legitimate at the moment. Well, here's the thing. But they're not. They don't. They're not allowed to get 
they never have, gave them the opportunity to become legitimate. become legitimate. You don't yeah. see them having they don't give them primetime TV nope. where they can go up there and actually. But I don't think nowadays you want primetime TV. I well, think I nowadays agree, I agree. you want to get on something like the Joe Rogan experience. Right. But here's the other thing is you also we're seeing also social media shutting doors on people and on on political beliefs. I mean, you know, I I'm not I don't take a side on the left or the right, right? Even though the left's so far left that it, it it's it's not even the left, and the right's so far right it's not even the right. What I I look at it from a pragmatic thing of how can we what can we do to make this country better? Our politics are to the point where it's detrimental to a good country. Yes, I mean it, it's it's it, it's not you know I'm I will not throw a stone at either side because they're both guilty at doing it. The thing of it is, is somehow we need to get rid of the antagonizers that are there in both the House and the Senate and, and both parties and bring more of a uni- unifying. Our mission is the United States of America, not the Republican Party, not the Democratic Party. We need to put America first. And this is why I believe that Trump was so his message rang so true to Americans because we've we've as the superpower have seemed to always put everybody else's problems ahead of ourselves and we've let this country basically break down into into anarchy and we haven't taken care of ourselves. We haven't put ourselves we've 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 brought it from the inside. Yeah. So this is why I think that he became so popular and he has such a backing is because it rings true to a lot of Americans. I, I still 100% believe, and I've said this before and I'll say it mm-hmm. again, he did not win as yeah. much as Hillary lost. Yeah. I think a lot of people were super yeah. afraid of that corrupt, corrupt politician that they were willing to take a chance mm-hmm. on some crazy asshole right. who just needs to fucking stay off Twitter and, oh, I don't know, maybe act presidential from time to time. That would be excellent. But instead, right. his ego is so goddamn big right. that he can li- literally can't do that. We turn people off. Uh, he's he's a schmuck. Yeah. I mean, it's, I could see why. I mean, it's a. I mean, the thing of it is, 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 is like I tell friends, I will not argue over politicians because they're not worth it. I mean, they're not. Yes, they're thank, not good people. Thank they, you. They are oh not good people. There, there are some out there, and I'll tell you what, I get really excited. Well, about, I agree with you. I get really excited about Dan Crenshaw. Yeah, I mean, there is. I mean, like, there is a man that I will get behind because there is right. a guy that I know will stand for principles. Right. And right. will do what's right. Uh, agreed. No agreed. matter the cost. I sh- uh, let me rephrase that. I will not argue about the typical beltway <laughs> politician there are a lot of good politicians out there that are doing a lot for the community you know and you see them and they're they're, they're here and there and not all not i don't get behind all of the politicians and say they're you know they're because of what they because of their affiliation i look at politicians for what they do for their community even though i may not always agree with everything that they say nor should you right but there are a lot of good politicians out there that are grassroots politicians that are trying to take care of their people however the system is is a big meat grinder and the longer that those people are in there the more they get ground up by the the typical beltway bandit you know, and then they just get sucked under. Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, you can only do so much before you get put on. You know, I mean, you want, you want to, you know, here you are, uh, you know, junior congressman uh, Matt, come on in here. He sits you down and says, "Well, you can play the party way, or you can play your own independent way." And you know, if you play the party way, right here we get this great package. Right, you'll leave here a millionaire. You just got to play games. You got to play ball with us. You know, and and. If you're if you're new, a lot of these people and you and they say, oh look, 
old boy here, you know, he doesn't want to play ball. Look at him. He's on he's on the on the on, on the dog turd removal uh, can- mm-hmm. committee. And would you like to be on the defense committee? You know, they use all this stuff to 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 get their membership in line and everything like that. So there's a lot of pressure on these people, and it's in we see it we see it in small little communities where you know they put somebody in charge and he's the best person he becomes in charge and he's a total asshole he makes the stupidest decisions he's always over there at the boss kissing his ass and you're like his be- you know you you and him grew up hating the boss and you know mm-hmm. we're going to do this we're going to do that and the boss is a total asshole the minute he becomes a junior supervisor he like dumps you in the dirt and he's over there with that guy you know smooching up and everything like that it's we see a lot of that just not the low level people who changed. I mean, at my at my my shooting club, it, it was the same way. The dude was the greatest guy. He gave him become the trustee and the president. He turned into a freaking psychopath. You know, I mean, power absolute corrupt, absolute power absolutely corrupts mm-hmm. these people. I mean, there needs to be checks and balances, and the checks and the balances in our government are not working no. as they should. No, definitely not. And you know, I mean, it, it it's. You know, this is a social. Uh, so, uh, I can't even talk right now. A social or a, a psychology kind of problem we're having. You know, we want to blame everything for our problems, but what causes the problems is the people. I mean, we want to ban guns because they're evil. Well, a gun's a tool, no different than than a knife or a, a car or anything yeah, else, or a I hammer mean, or yeah. anything. You know, I mean, it, the problem ain't guns; it's people and the way people do it, and and it's our and it's our society. We we highlight and masturbate fucking violence like it's crazy even though people sit there and say oh it's bad oh we don't need to do this i mean you turn on every tv show you i mean all of our our our, our the serial killers get more prime time than the 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 uh the nobel peace prize winner or or the mm-hmm. or the or the public servant. I mean, it's it's crazy how much you turn on TV. You go to Netflix. It's it's all these people that committed crimes, and every time they commit crimes, you know, the the it's like a it's like playing a video game. You know, top score. I can't say much because I do like true crime stuff. I, <laughs> I get into that. Well, well, like, I, but I mean, it's one thing to sit there and tell how investigators caught a criminal. Oh right? yeah. It's another thing to 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 go talk to prisoners and glorify their kill count. Yeah, no, and I agree with that. You um, know, it's every time somebody kills somebody, you see the you see the rank of you know of, yeah. of the Beltway shooter. Da, 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 you know, I mean, it's like these people hey, negativity sells, right? Yeah. And all these people talk. I mean, these guys even said it, man. I, I was my my goal is to kill thirty two people so mm-hmm. I can be on top. And we wonder why our society is so so so. Let's just say it fucked up. I mean, we we need to start shunning we- bad lost our principles yeah. is what we've done right we've lost our principles you know and it, that's if it sells it's okay and that's not right no yeah. i mean there's there's needs to be some integrity integrity and in, and in, and in, in, in really in uh journalistic integrity is gone i mean remember when 60 minutes man 60 minutes would come on every we'd run there and look and go oh wow they really hammered that corrupt prick right mm-hmm. 60 minutes come on and they're talking about you know my dog yeah you know, my little pony and how it's great. You know, like wait what what happened to all of the yeah. all of that stuff? Like Walter Cronkite and guys like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, know most trusted man in America yeah, for decades. I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, We've gone from you, you don't from, have that anymore. Right. A media that was the most trusted when that guy talked, you know, EF Hunton listened. You know? Oh yeah. So, you know, and now we've gone from that to this 
this circus known as the media. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's 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 definitely and and I don't see this becoming any better in 2021. Oh no, I, it's it's going to take a lot of time. I I see a lot of monkey poop being thrown in 2021. I see this as being battling and with yeah, it's it's going to be a lot more monkey poo fights in the zoo until people start to get fed up and they start right. electing good quality politicians and getting rid of the old guard. Yeah, but we we're talking 2 years of monkey poop. Yeah, but this is this is going to be a 20 year project. Right. Like, oh, this, I, like agree the, the I agree with you. I agree with you. The pendulum is swung way too far one way right. and now it's going to have to swing back to the middle and it'll be good for a little bit, but then unfortunately, as we all know yeah, human it's nature, swing the other it's going to swing too far the opposite way and then we have to draw it back to the middle and it's, it's going to go too far. It, it just comes back and forth, but I, with a, with a system like that, yeah. is it's going to take two decades at least if it to, makes it yeah we'll, we'll see i yeah. mean time, I mean, time will the, tell i, mean, I still i still have faith i know a lot of people are losing faith and they think you know more and more bad things are happening but you know i still have faith that you know like things are gonna be all right and things aren't gonna be as bad yeah. as people think they're gonna be because mm. granted i don't watch you know tv i don't watch the mainstream media i don't pay attention to that kind of stuff so i don't see a lot of the negativity that a lot of other people are seeing because when i talk to regular people mm-hmm. and they're like things you know, things are all right because well, most again most people are somewhere in the middle they're not right. screaming crazies on either side what worries me is is the fact that any any party that gets all three the house the senate and the presidency seems to it's absolute power and it seems to they seem to always go off on some kind of tangent and that's what always worries me when you have all of the three in and then it also worries me the fact that we got social media basically discriminating against people for their political beliefs i mean some of the stuff i've read is 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 alarming i mean they're talking about free education i mean come on now i mean we're in america yeah there's a, there's a lot to that well, in my opinion they've already started that yeah. well, it's, I mean, yeah, look at the it's, common it's not core, started it's, it's you know it's straight up there right well i just mean right. that you know, in the in the grand scheme of things, it has right. started. But right. I mean, I mean, look 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 at these kids nowadays. Like they're they're told that you know there's no such thing as a man and a woman. There's all these like seventy six or whatever different things. It's like that's horseshit. Like right. like you, you people like claim to know science and all these kind of things, but you ignore the science that doesn't quantify with like your extremist, beliefs, extremist yeah. beliefs. People not are even like not even like something I could kind of see. Okay, I can get behind it. No, no, right. it's just people it's, are twisting it's facts what, to suit theories, yeah. not theories to suit facts yeah it's it's i mean it's you look at what we've been told with the coronavirus right i mean it's we can't even trust what the media tells us and you've got people that that supposedly i mean let's look at fauci today we start off at oh yeah this isn't this isn't uh transmitted from person to person then don't wear masks they don't help and then all of a sudden oh shit uh we're all sick everybody wear masks okay we're all wear masks right so we're all safe, and then all of a sudden the the it spikes through the roof. So now we're on you know we're on bad boy timeout every night, mm-hmm. and it still goes. So it's very obviously that masks are a failure. All this stuff is a failure because it's what viruses do. I mean, the only way you get rid of a virus is is immunity. Mm-hmm. You can't just hide from it. It's going to, you can't, I mean, the human, the human psyche cannot lock themselves in a room and hide from a virus long enough before they go either mad or they, they catch it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, but it's not even just that is like the, the most important thing that you talk, that people should be talking about that right. no one is, right. is you need to be healthy. 
Exactly. How about, yeah. how about you exactly. lose some weight and get right. off your medication right. and get your ass in the gym exactly. and do those kind of things? Of course, you can't because it's dangerous to do all those things right. and all this bullshit. But it's like, how about you take some vitamins and right. Right. You know, like, go out in your backyard and pick up fucking rocks? Yeah. Exactly. Like, like it doesn't take a lot of money to get healthy. Like well, That's dumb. How, how, that's... About, how about you stop stuffing your face with shit well, look how many, and look, you go do some active things? Well, look how many people that, since this has started, sat in, sat in their houses and gained 30 pounds. Well, they're all drinking like crazy. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, I mean, it's like... Alcohol it, consumption goes way up in hard times. It, you know, the funniest meme was, you know, they had a picture of... Of the of the people from The Shining and says you know this is proof that people can can self uh, self uh, isolate themselves and get along. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you know, come on. Yeah. Now. And for those of you kids who don't know what we're talking about, go fucking watch The Shining. Yeah. Jesus, it's, it's a so, great movie. You know, I mean, it's what's a VHS? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But you know, I mean, it's like you know, if you're the public and you're Doctor Fauci, how about telling everybody what they need to do? Like wash your hands all the time and wash it with mm-hmm. with with real soap and and the fact that you put the little hand sanitizer on your hand equals you've got about 30 seconds before it kills everything on your hand so i see people and then they touch and eat and it's like dude what are you doing they're like what do you mean it's like you know there's a contact i'm a contact what it's like Mm -hmm. dude you gotta wait 30 seconds before that starts on it and and it may even be up to a minute depending on alcohol and they're like oh I mean, well, not you, only that, but I've watched, it? I've literally watched people do that. They sanitize their hands yeah, and then, and then they, they grab somebody's like debit card and they yeah. swipe it and then they do this and then they do that. Rubbing, and then they're like, yeah, yeah rubbing their face. Yeah, and then they're just, like, oh, well, I sanitized my hands. Yeah. Yeah. An hour ago. Yeah. yeah they, I they're, mean, they're, they're good little rule followers. Exactly. It's, let's be honest. We just need to get immunity, get, get it over with, get right. sick. Well, that's, I do. I just go outside and eat some dirt and I'm fine. Like I haven't been yeah. sick since this whole thing happened. Like... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I just, just look, kidding. I don't. I, I, I know what you mean, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's 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 like this. I would rather live my life normal as a as an American yeah. than hide in my house and live forever. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going to happen to you is going to happen to you, and you can't just you can't hide from it. You hide from it, you die of something else. You die of cholesterol. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's. You know, but I, people are cowards, yeah. and they want to give up all of their freedoms for the security. illusion, the illusion the of, of safety. Right, right. I mean, it's all it's, bullshit. I don't know. I, I don't get it. I just it, it is what it is. So let's 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 move on from that. So back to before we forget the shenanigans at the election, Ethan. Like, what do you want to talk about with all that kind of stuff oh, before we move on? Uh, just conspiracy theories man like i get it but let's let's talk yeah. about it, it. I, i'm not okay so before i'm let's gonna put your tinfoil pre- hat on i want to preface this by saying i don't really believe any of this stuff this is all just speculation i'm not saying that i truly believe this stuff blah 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 yeah, yeah, talk okay, so the, but there's a lot of juicy <laughs> shit out there oh yeah yeah that's, so one of the things that we were having a conversation about here recently was the whole dc incident um and that part of that uh, infiltration of the Capitol building was supposedly done by undercover operatives in the military or the CIA, FBI, whatever you want to. It wouldn't be the FBI. Well, yeah. Um, you must be talking about that general that was talking the other day. About, yeah. You know. So uh, supposedly, I guess that there's been like 13 laptops that came up reported stolen from the Capitol building. Which is fact. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that That's true. Yep, I know it's yep, true. Yep. But supposedly there was evidence that shows that one of the U.S. officials has sold some kind of software to the Chinese government that dictates what the voting machines do and this and that and the other. 
And then the, with uh, there was also documented evidence that Italy had something to do with our well, election. Yeah, there's there's definitely that. Supposedly that's been proven. Yeah. Well, at least testimony in court. Yes. Yeah. So uh, the kind of give what you uh, I've heard the same things too. So what what I heard is there's an affidavit that was given to the Congress that basically Italy after the elections were held did an investigation into allegations that it somebody in Italy helped facilitate the fraud here in America with the machines. So as the as the tinfoil hat mm-hmm. rumor mill goes is is supposedly in this came I mean they, they were sending this stuff out almost real time as the election was going that the first thing I saw of it somebody sent me and said is this true and I'm like what I look like a you know I'm, I'm sorry but my my subscription to the Friends Psychic Network expired and uh, yeah. let me call him man but yeah. the first thing I heard was that Trump wasn't sitting normally that he was in a skiff which is a secured room with the military mm-hmm. watching for the for the 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 fraud to happen with the voting machines that they were watching this and then after it was over and he lost they're talking about how all of them all of you know what, what this is the part that bothers me right is the testimony given about these machines these machines are supposed to be anonymous and not anonymous but uh uh shit I, my brain went dead but they were supposed to be on their own and and isolated from any internet and connections there's like no that. way anybody could hack autonomous it or, yeah. yeah they're supposed to be autonomous and they're supposed to to be secure and they're supposed to take the votes well you know when you when you sit there and you listen to everybody talk about this the company says no it's not but then you hear people that actually watch these people say hey i got a problem with this machine the guy goes Oh yeah, right into the internet, right into the machine. Yeah. You can calibrate the machines, and even with what they say, with how they uploaded the things, you start going, something's wrong here. They, you know, we need to get to the bottom of this. But what they were saying is those machines uploaded their 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 actual, and and this doesn't make any sense to me either. But they uploaded all the 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 voting data to Germany. Yeah, and in Germany, that's where it was tabulated, and then it came back to the United States, which to me is, you know, it makes me scratch my head. Anyways. Why is U.S. Yeah, votes but, leaving the country? Right, but then again, when the, you look, the votes or the information, whatever you want to call it, yeah. right. But then when you, I mean, it's it's almost like calling Dell for uh, support today. You don't know what country you're getting, mm-hmm. so who knows why they did this? But so that's the this is the tinfoil hat. So it went there. So what they're saying is this guy in and he testified to this in court in Italy during the investigation, they brought him in and he wrote an affidavit that was allegedly given to Congress that said, Hey, I was brought in on behalf of, of, of the CIA in, in Italy. And we went to the, we went to the American embassy. I logged on through this satellite, you know, Italian satellite, and then logged into Germany and started the, the, the vote tabulations of changing votes. Mm Mm-hmm. And and then the votes came back to America, changed in the morning. So this is what they're alleging. So you kind of look at it and go, okay. I mean, here. I mean, who's who commits political? I mean, I guess self suicide in mm-hmm. in a court in Italy saying this stuff, you know. But the problem of it, like you say, is you know. And then you know to make things even more, I call it uh, you know the extra layer of tinfoil is. While, before this all happened with the court, allegedly, uh, the same general was talking about that. Uh, 
they raided they raided the the server farm and got the evidence. Mm-hmm. And allegedly five people were killed. And I'm like, well, I was gonna say, yeah. Supposedly there was a shootout. And yeah, five like and CIA I, officers were killed or something. Yeah, and like I'm, that. I'm 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 sitting here thinking this. If this was if the, you know Germany is one of the most one of the big anti gun places in in the world. Uh, if you had five people get shot outside of, I mean, it would be everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you know when you look at this 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 stuff, it's like. It's like everything else. Every rumor is based in some truth, yeah. right? So you look at this and you go, who's putting this out? And now they're talking about, you know, all of this stuff. And it's like, if it's true, why isn't, why am I only hearing rumors of this yeah. stuff? And it's like, and it's, and it's one, it, it's, it's people, it's a small amount of people that are putting this out. And it, it it's just, you know, yeah. it's well, just crazy. What gets me is the people who, they read one article that tells them this information. And they're right. like, oh, shit, it's, it's got to be true. Right. It's got to be true. Right. It's got to well, be true. But here's the thing, though. is like, we again, coming back to what, like, Tom, you had yeah. said earlier, it's like you literally, we have to put faith in the system. Mm-hmm. Right. If there was fuck, I, was, I'm, I really? guarantee you in every election in the last 30 years, there have been fuckery. Oh, absolutely. So, like, it's, it's, it's some a, type. It's, it's a matter of, like, okay, how bad was it? Like, right. what did it cost the election or is, mm-hmm. was it just... Because like obviously the some people are going to do whatever it takes to right. try to try to cheat the system. Mm-hmm. It, it's just going to happen. Right. It's like, but if there was legitimate like, um, like fuckery like a foot and what was going yeah, right. on, like why haven't the lawsuits come out? Why haven't things been overturned? Mm-hmm. Now, like, well, granted, there, there like, were lawsuits, but they've been like they, they seem to all have been yeah. dismissed and just put right. away. I'm like, right. hey, like these aren't legitimate. Like I get it. So well, like, why why doesn't the president come out and say, hey, you know what? We, right. we thought there was. We, we investigated. There right. wasn't. I'm stepping down. You know, right. the, the best of luck to, mm-hmm. to Joe Biden coming in. Like, that's what should be happening. Right. But, you know, the, the thing of it is, is we talk about it, and, and the problem of it is, is with the fuckery that's gone on, there has been rule violations that have, that are legitimate that, that people, like the state of Texas brought up about the other states, right? There was legitimate things in there where states didn't follow their own rules. I mean, they, they legitimately mm-hmm. didn't follow it. Pennsylvania is the big one in uh, in Philadelphia. Now, can I say that that caused him to lose? No, but there was... there. there and perhaps is, that should make changes going forward. Exactly. I mean, we're, we're, we're throwing the baby out with the bathwater. We're not even trying to fix what's broke or make this a better system. This is all about... This has all become whether or not, you know, the bias is now we got we got rid of the bastard. We're not looking at any of this because but that's of, only half the country. Exactly. The other half of the country is saying now the system doesn't work. It's exactly. ridiculous. Why am I even voting? It's mm-hmm. all just a fraud. And, and that right. becomes the real issue here because right. we need to have faith in the system. And nobody's looking into it. They're, you're just being told what you saw is you being a paranoid, privileged prick. That's what you're being told. And, and they're not saying it like that. They're. They're letting you. They're they're subconsciously telling you this that you're just some paranoid schizophrenic watching this, and that that there was nothing wrong, and nobody violated any rules, and we all know that they did. And, and the fact of it is, is it needs to be fixed. Yes. I mean, did it did did Biden win? I don't know. I, but you can't. You won't know unless you investigate it and look into these things. I mean, if if. If that type of fraud happened with this Italian person that logged into there, the rest of it all could be a mm-hmm. bunch of nonsense. It it's a fundamental problem, and we all know that we've done it to other countries. So why is it so amazing to our government that somebody can do it to us? I mean, we we are 
we are the most hated country in America. I'm in the world. I mean, we've we've stuck our nose in everybody's politics. Yeah, we, we've acted like a bunch of spoiled right. pricks. Yeah, and and we've we've run around and fucked with other people's election and yep. and and started insurrections in countries. I mean, look, let's just I mean, look at Vietnam. I mean, look at all these places that we we've, we've went into. And then the other thing that's catching up with the government is the fact that they've lied for so long with false flags and doing things that it's with what we see in our history. It, it, it erodes trust, and you can't erode trust with 78 million people and expect a happy ending. I mean, it's just not going to happen. No, that's I mean, a very true statement. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and Biden could have, Biden, if, I, I, my fear is he doesn't want to, he wants to consolidate everybody. He doesn't want to, to, uh, what what was his big thing he was saying where he was talking about I want to I want to you know bring everybody together. No, that's all just bullshit. No, talk. he wants to he wants to consult because if he really wanted to make everybody better, he should have got up there and said, "Listen, you know, Trump's gone in, in in thirteen days. Why are we worrying about him? Let's worry about our future. Yeah, let's worry about what we can do to yeah, make things yeah. better. Yeah, I mean, let's yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all just bullshit speech. It doesn't matter. Let's 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 get off that subject. Let's go back to some of the shooting stuff that had happened. There was a kid, 17-year-old, Wisconsin, I believe. Yeah. Yes, Kyle who, who, had, who, who had taken a, a rifle, an AR-15, into a business to protect the business. And then he got into an altercation. Yeah. I think like three guys Kyle had, had gotten attacked. Yeah. Uh, he shot two of them, I think injured another. So uh, te- yeah. technically shot three. Shot yeah. killed he two shot of them. He shot three, killed two, yeah, injured. injured one of them after being attacked. He, I thought he, he killed one, shot two. No, he killed two. And they injured and, one. Uh, he injured one. And he ended up like retreating, going back, uh, and then uh, he tried to turn himself in the police. Police told him to go home, and the police came and arrested him after that. Whatever happened to that kid? Well, so I'm pretty sure yeah. right now he's still hemmed up in jail. But no, um, he's out on bail. Is he out on bail? Yeah. Um, it, it's it's the same horse and pony show, you know, or dog and pony show that they're running around everybody else. You know, right. there's there's DAs who are trying to, right. you know. Make a name. Yeah, you know, and then there's, uh, you know, other attorney generals who are saying, hey, what he did was, was okay. You know, by law, what he right. did was correct. He did everything by the book. It's the same thing as St. Louis. Uh, right. It's somebody who did something that I, there's a lot of gray area. Right. And I think there's more gray area than with, Kyle. With him, yeah. I absolutely believe yeah. so. I mean, it wasn't um, his house. It wasn't. Yeah, anything. I I don't speculate on that one a whole lot because right. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I I don't know okay. that much about. But that he's incident. he's still wrapped up in lawsuits. And he's, he's, oh yeah, oh yeah. He'll he's, he probably will be for the next four or five well, years. Well, kind of on that on that issue is is he was indicted in Wisconsin. He is a a citizen, or, or I should say a a resident, resident of Illinois. So mm-hmm. they went through the big extradition to bring him over to wisconsin so he has lost extradition fight and they tent they took him over to wisconsin and he made bail so he's out on bail and there's a lot of jockeying around with you know now they're fighting with trying to he had a, an attorney basically the attorney was doing his you know gofundme stuff so they managed to to make the attorney uh recluse himself from representing him on the on the criminal thing so they're trying to get more criminal things but here here's the thing with him is is it's kind of one of these two wrongs don't make a right i mean we all know that it's one thing to go to your house and defend your house and everything like that and this is kind of like getting caught up into like you were talking about gray areas 
you know, he was somewhere, he's 17 years old with a rifle, getting into things they, that he didn't have to get into. And this is the warning for everybody. Well, supposedly that the reason why he went was mm-hmm. because he had a family relative who owned a business, and right, that was right, the ultimate right. goal, was to protect the business. Right, right. All good you intentions, know. right? Well, the road to hell was paved with good exactly, intentions. Exactly, exactly. So the way, where this gets into the, the thing of it is, is he was there. He wasn't at the family yeah. members. He was, he was, he was there. So there's... There's kind of this thing of, you know, why was he there? But we go back to the law. Why isn't it? He was lawfully at a place when a riot happened, right? So they were they were in this riot. People were actively had firearms and they were throwing Molotov cocktails and burning shit down, right? So he gets into a, into an altercation. He ends up, you know, some of it's on tape. And, yeah. and uh, the thing that that is is kind of shocked the conscious to me is the people he shot is you know how do you defend three felons uh two of them with firearms out roving the streets of kenosha wisconsin and not sit there and look at this kid and say well you know uh you know what you did isn't exactly right but look what look what you, you ran up against with, yeah. yeah i mean it's like well even even the kid that got seriously injured the dude to get yeah, part of his bicep blowed off uh with a clock in his hand he yeah so clearly on video he has a handgun in his hand right and about a week after the entire incident he mm-hmm. actually came out and made a public statement that said yeah had i known he was going to do to me what he did to me i would have shot and killed him it, it, i actually it was my biggest but, reg- before he had yeah. an opportunity right, to right. shoot me basically yeah. he goes you know? my biggest regret is i didn't blow the kid away yeah. when i had my ch- when i had the chance when i had the chance yeah, yeah. because there is actually yeah. a point where he points the gun at the kid right and then starts to turn and then turns back and to reengage him and then that's when Kyle shoots him that's when he shoots right. him with the rifle um there's actually a pause right. where Kyle had the legal right to self defense well at least as far as i'm concerned right the legal right to self defense it it seems like a pretty good case of self defense yeah. in that particular shoot yes, yes. Right. now the other right. ones i'm not too yeah. familiar with now what I mean, I mean he's being i mean the other thing they're not is is while this is going on the dude with the gun there's somebody else beating on him with, with a skateboard with a skateboard. Yeah, skateboard so you know i mean it's it's and that dude got domed too yeah that's I mean, the dude that got capped yeah, yeah. so you one you, of them you've got you have a bunch of problems with this and it's just, you're not, you're not taking care of the problem by prosecuting some kid that got mixed up with three felons in the middle of the street where they had no business being there. This is bad optics for everybody. Uh, you know, I, I don't know who's thinking of this and who's pressuring it. You're only starting, you're only starting little cabals everywhere because mm-hmm. this makes people mad. I mean, here's a kid that you're going to, He's got his whole life ahead of him. He gets attacked by three three criminals, and then I, the question is, how many more of these people that were burning down Kenosha were these felons? Right? I mean, it's like we're, we we've we've gone full retard, and we're prosecuting a kid that defended himself against three felons, but we're not looking at all the people who burned down the rest of the city. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just it, it's preposterous, you know, that we're not that that justice isn't the justice is blind right now it's it's who they can who they can it's make who they can for. nail to the wall first. yeah exactly um so i'm actually kind of glad we brought this up because i use this as a teaching moment in all my chl classes and 
what I explain to my students is I, I ask them, I ask every single class this. I said, do you guys think that that kid woke up that morning and said, you know what, I want to be a news media sensation today? And every single one of them just shakes their head no. no absolutely not. And I said, all right, now, I want you to keep in mind that if you ever use your firearm to defend yourself, you're right. going to be committing an act of extreme violence against another human being. Right. One, that is extremely unnatural for us. That is not mm-hmm. something that we do on a daily basis. Two, what if your self-defense situation is the next one that every camera and every spotlight in America turns to, and now you are the one in the hot seat? You know, I yeah. said, that's why it is in your best interest to understand the laws. Right. Be able to articulate yourself relatively well, right? As well as continue your training. The more educated you appear to be, you now because that kid, right. whether anybody wants to admit this or not, Kyle Rittenhouse now represents every gun owner in, in America. America. Yeah. And to me, if he does not appear educated, if he does not, right, have that foresight to understand, like shit, man, I'm I am now speaking on behalf of every. Right. Right. Gun owner in America, you know, he could be potentially hurting everybody else, right? You know, by the outcome of whatever the situation may be. But a lot of that will be dictated by the way that he conducts himself in front of the rest of the world or the rest of the country, I right. should say. Right. The rest, of the, the rest of the world, they probably don't give a shit about uh, Wisconsin, you know, Kenosha, Wisconsin. No, no, no. no. Yeah. But it's it's kind of like we go, back to, we go back to Zimmerman and the whole thing with that. You yeah. Know? I mean, yeah, the, there, there's the Trayvon Martin thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's, yeah. there's, we, 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 we're starting to see where they are trying to attack the fact of people defending themselves and trying to make them into criminals. So far, luckily, every one of the cases that they have picked to attack us has, has, has failed. And I believe this one will fail because. I mean, the fact that they were felons, he didn't know that at the time, so he can't use that mm-hmm. as, as, as an excuse. But the fact of it is, is everybody knows that what was going on there was wrong, and they they pretty much left the civilians out to fend for themselves. Mm-hmm. And then on a Monday morning quarterback, um, what happened, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it would be one thing if he went out in the street and just shot innocent people, but these people were in were committing they were felonies. active aggressors yeah they were committing felonies by burning people's houses arson and i mean you could go through a long list of things when you watch the video of the things they were doing they were starting they were art they were causing arson they were attacking people they were oh there's been yeah, yeah i mean there's people who've been beat to death right. there's businesses homes right been burnt down but we're not know? seeing we're not seeing grandma jane who got her head crushed in by a skateboard we don't see the big media of of all of these people that, that were, didn't help them right right i mean it's 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 agenda driven and and this kid you know the the problem of it is it's we're, we're talking about the justice system and and uh, what do they say it's the 12 people that can't get out of jury you, duty you you want to know what pisses me off is that we've been you know we discuss this and we've been discussing this for months obviously because this is not a new event right that fucking gorilla got more attention in Cincinnati yeah. than this kid ever did. You right. know, in terms of like, you know, they're trying to look at it, you know, all oh, woe was him, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, whatever. You know, I, I just, I, that fucking blows my mind that, <laughs> right. that, that it's, and like I said, that's, it all comes back to the education of it all, you know, the education of it all, because, the people who are the ones who are 
chanting to nail this kid to the wall mm-hmm. are the ones who are uneducated about what's right. What well, don't what, even know what the wall. He, yeah, what he did. Right. You know, they don't understand. That's like. I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like going to a mechanic and saying, hey, man, something's wrong with my car. It's making this noise. And the mechanic's like, what kind of noise? And you're like, I don't fucking know. I'm not a mechanic. Yeah. If I knew that, I'd have fixed it. If I didn't know that, I'd fix myself. You know, it's like, (laughs) okay, but, you know, it's just you're you're trying to give your expert opinion on something that you have no knowledge about. And I think that all boils back to the fact of social media. Yeah. I really believe that it's been the downfall of our society. It gives everybody the... things seem to be spiraling downwards since 07 or whatever when the fucking iPhone was invented. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Everybody thinks now that they're uh, this amazing communicator. I'm an expert on all these right. things, so I'm going to argue in the worst form possible on text. Yeah, right. you know, online with yep. a bunch of these people that I don't know. Whereas back in the day, back in the day, we used to have this this thing that was what Andy Stump calls the elevator test. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, if I said this to someone in an, an elevator, elevator, right? You know, would that be a good idea? Like, right. chances mm-hmm. are not because they're going to punch me in the face. Right. Like, whereas online, there's no consequences. Nope. And these like cowardly fucks can say all these horrible, horrific shit, right. and there's no consequences to them. I I believe a lot of that has started in the home, and w- and what I mean by that is like growing up, my mom used to always tell me. She goes, "You know, I love you. You know, my child. You mean a lot to me." She goes, "But the rest of the world doesn't give a shit about you." Right. And I I didn't quite understand that until I got about sixteen, seventeen years old, <laughs> and I got right. a job, and I started working, and. You know, I had to pay for this. I had to pay for that. And I wanted this and I wanted that. And then I realized nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares what Ethan wants. What you want. Nobody cares about me that I had a bad day. I mean, yeah, obviously, if I called one of you guys and I was like, hey, man, I had a bad day. Well, yeah, but that's that's very rare nowadays for people to have close friends to really call and trust and be Mm -hmm. there in person. Like, I mean, you can count on one hand, most most people, the number of your friends, not relatives, but friends who would you know, come and get you at two in the morning if you're broken down an hour away. Yeah, right. absolutely. Like there's a very small percentage Would of that. Would even answer the phone. No, exactly. But that, yeah. that's that's yeah. just how that goes. But that, yeah. that's what that is. Because again, so, most people that you know don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, and and I don't want right. to say I am i don't care, but I'm guilty right. of that too, you know. Right. And I'm just like all of us sitting here, I'm sure we've all can think back to a time where we were like, okay, that was me that day, you know. Yeah. But uh, to me, this starts in the home. You know, teach... teach the government's job is not to teach your kids, to raise your child, to rear exactly. your children. That's your fucking job as a parent. Yes. All right? All right. Not only that, but now we've introduced social media from, you know, this side. Right. And now what we're doing is telling people your opinion matters. And I'm well, going to let yeah, you in yeah, on a little secret. Yeah. It doesn't. No. Well, it well, doesn't. The, to go on what you say, if you Netflix has a, has a, a documentary called The Social Dilemma. Yes. It goes in. I mean, it is just like you watch us, you know, like, holy shit. I mean, it goes exactly what you're saying where, you know, it goes back to everybody gets an award for, for, yeah. for baseball. You're, Pat on the back. Yeah. Every likes were supposed, was, was a, was this idea of, of when they, when the guy came out with it, it was supposedly a good thing. And now these kids, I mean, they've, they've, it's they've a statistic. Yeah. It's a statistic where suicides have gone up with kids that never committed suicide anymore. And it's all linked back to this acceptance and, you know, these kids are doing all this shit on the internet and, you know, they're not getting likes and, you know, you're not worth anything unless you got all these likes. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's preposterous what social media is doing and, and allowing to happen. There's another documentary out called the creepy line. And I think it's on Amazon prime. 
I, I think it's on Amazon, mm-hmm. but it's called The Creepy Line. And I'm going to fill you guys in on something. So, Matt, you and I have talked about my previous life and the things that I used to do. Tom, I don't know mm-hmm. if we ever had that conversation about. Well, I mean, most people, you know, if you want to listen to it, just go back and yeah, listen to the first that Ethan was on. Yeah. I forget which number it is. Probably back in the 20s or 30s, yeah. I would imagine. But so, like, like there's a, it, was a, it was a great conversation yeah. that we'd had. So, so, long story short, you know, I was involved in the not-so-savory part of life. Drugs, alcohol, all that stuff. Social media and drugs are the only two things in the world that refer to their customers as users. Yes. If you're listening and I just blew your fucking mind. Well, but you have to look at that because there's been a lot of science that have talked about like a lot of these um, like things with social media, the likes, the comments, right. that's a right. dopamine right. hit. Absolutely. Like it's yeah. literally getting but, you high. But think right. about that. Think mm-hmm. about that, that drugs and social media are the only, right. only right. Con- consumable objects in this country that refer to their customers as users right and they're not, not, not actually actually it goes farther than that you they don't they don't i mean when drug people don't think of their of the people who are buying their stuff as customers no. they think of uh, users. you know as users right so even it goes farther with with the social media we're not we're not the people who are are signed up on that those people don't consider us the customer because we're not, we're just we're just the person that they're 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 like a parasite. They're sucking all of our everything we do from us so they can make money and they can sell our profile and what we want mm-hmm. to another company so they can Targeted look at us and target our our stuff to us. I mean it, it's 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 yeah it's so, using on multiple levels and that's what that documentary the creepy yeah. lines about and right. they they really dive into how Google right. and Gmail and all that stuff targets the things that I do with this right. this little computer, the six inch computer that yeah. I have in my pocket everywhere right. I go. And the sad part is, is that even if I wanted to throw that piece of shit away, right. I probably couldn't because I rely on it now. Right. You know exactly. And it's, as much as I hate to admit crack. that, yeah, as but much it, as it, I hate to admit that, but it's like that. anything else. If you have discipline, oh, absolutely, it can be a great tool. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But if you don't have discipline, it can ruin your life. Oh, absolutely. It could take over your life yes. and ruin it. I mean, it's that's the thing about the. I know at least on the uh, social dilemma is they were talking about how people can't put it down because they got to go check everything. They got to check it. It's like it's like the crack of the 20th century, mm-hmm. in you know. I'm, I'm getting to the point where I've uh, I had I've had Facebook in the past, and normally you know there was when it first came out mm-hmm. it was the greatest thing ever, but I don't really the only time I go on it is to check up on the kids what they're doing and what they're posting, but it, it I can see where this stuff gets out of control because then you you're sitting on there on your Facebook mm-hmm. and I know people that put six seven eight posts a day and then they're over on Twitter and they're yep. over I mean it becomes this big world of you got friends that aren't really your friends and could give two shits about you, mm-hmm. but you have, you know, look at me. I'm look, Oh my God, Matt, you have, you have 12,000 followers. Oh my God. That's your worth now. And it's like, it's not worth it. Well, I mean, you can make money yeah. just off of social media oh, because you shit know how tons to use it. Right. Right. You know, or you cook or you do, I mean, look at YouTube. I mean, guys like, Oh, this is my watch. Look at everything, you know, and these people are getting mm-hmm. paid to do this. Now I will admit there, but that's, right. there's also good things about social media exactly. too. I've been able to keep in contact with friends and family and right, see right, pictures right. that they've posted of their kids and do right. all this and that. You know, I get to yeah. basically be a part of their life, even though I'm not physically there. Right. You know, and that, because there's a positive to everything, yeah, too. There is. There is. You know, 
and and some of the cool stuff I do see on because I have Facebook, I have right. Instagram, I have all that stuff. Obviously, I did my shameless plug a little bit ago, right. <laughs> but uh, exactly, you know, there are still a lot of cool things. I don't get on there and I don't fucking argue with people. Right. I get on there because I get to watch. I watched exactly. a video yesterday of a guy who did Japanese style framing mm-hmm. for a house he was building. They literally took rocks, right. dug holes in the ground, set these big boulders in the ground, measured these four by four posts, and cut the bottom of them right. to fit the top of the rock. And, and all these right, objects. Right, right. And where else in the world are you going to find something like yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, you it's know? In, I mean, you you something breaks in your house. I mean, you can go to YouTube and find yeah. oh, how yeah. to fix it, which is great. But the problem of it is, is when 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 programs and things that are that are benign to help everybody yes. become the problem and they become political and they become discriminatory against people that's where i think that they finally go over that line and then with the the whole design of it with getting people to be addicted to it and mm-hmm. the measures that they take to do it everybody should know this because we give those to kids and kids do oh, not. Yeah. I mean, if, if as an adult we can't control, how is our kids going to control it? Yep. I, I think it's it starts with teaching them how to use right. it responsibly and right. telling them the dangers of it. Right. This mm-hmm. is the same as you would with right. drugs and alcohol. Yep. Like it's it's the same kind of thing. It's like right. if you're responsible, they're fun. Right. I right. like drinking. It's a mm-hmm. good time. Like right. I like right. getting a little right. bit of buzz going, but I also know that I don't have a problem. Like I probably mm-hmm. right. did when I was in my early twenties. Right now, nah, don't we all? You know, but right. yeah. <laughs> but then I had to realize that take a step back. Right. But now I I can enjoy myself properly. And if and if I get into a situation, I was actually joking about this yesterday at lunch with one of my teammates after jujitsu. You know, it's like they went on some big party trip somebody's uh mm-hmm. bachelor party or something they yeah. were all getting wasted he's like oh you've been you've never been around coach when he's like ridiculous he's passing shots around like i'll tell him to fuck off i don't yeah. care like yeah, i'm a yeah. grown-ass man right like i know my limits i know how to have fun but mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go over the line yeah like i'm not gonna be some puking like 21 like you know, college woo, kid. woo girl yeah, woo. Yeah, 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 <laughs> not, not gonna happen so i got no problems telling somebody yeah. to fuck off you know, but everybody but. but the scary thing is everybody knew the dangers of getting drunk and drugs right this thing is new kind of of a new under the radar thing uh, that, for that the running. moment, but I think yeah. that we're all becoming aware exactly. of like how dangerous it really well, is. Well, that's what I was just gonna say. Is I right. mean, growing up, my parents taught me, dude, alcohol and drugs, you're probably gonna fuck up your life, you know. Right. And right. and same thing with this, you know. And I, I, I don't have any kids myself, but I do have nieces and nephews, and I see them on it. And I, you know, last night I went over to see my sister-in-law's new apartment, and my niece was there. She's ten, ten mm-hmm. or eleven. Yeah. Man, she's a shithead, but I love her to death, man. She's cool as hell. Um, but we were running around playing. We were doing stuff. I was keeping her entertained. When I showed up, she was sitting on her phone watching uh, TikToks right. or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, you know, the minute. The new social yeah. media yeah, the that's minute videos. Out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so she's watching them, and I get that they're just now moving. I mean, they didn't. They right. had basically a CD player and solo cups, right. and that was it. You know, I mean, they literally just got the apartment yesterday, right. and so I can't like give her shit for not doing anything or whatever. Right. But I come in and I'm like, "Hey, what are you doing?" She's like, "I'm watching. You know, I'm on my phone." You know, so I start like beating on her a little bit and you know pushing her and hitting yeah. her and you know just playing around. And I'm like, "Put that damn phone down. Come on, you know." And for the next two hours, all we did was run around the house. She had this stress ball she kept throwing at me, and we are trying to get it to stick to the wall. And that She's not going to remember a TikTok 10 years from now. She's right. not going to remember some TikTok she watched, but she's going to remember the day that her uncle came over, and we wrestled around in the living room, and I showed her. you know, And, and I even took her and showed her a few things around the house. I'm like, hey, you see this wire running up through here? I'm like, that's an old phone line. 
I was like, four phones used to be connected right. to cords, and you can only go so far with them. Yeah. You know, and that, like, blew her mind. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, I, I was mean, like, Jesus. I'm like, <laughs> there used to be a time where you could call people, and you right. didn't have to say, hey, where are you at? Right. You knew. Yeah, because yeah. if you called them, you, you know. Well, I mean, it goes, I mean. When I was growing up, uh, the TV was uh, a part of the furniture. There was only one in a house, and I was the remote control. Turn it up, turn it down. Turn the four channels. But nowadays, parents use electronics as a babysitter. It is. Mm -hmm. Because they don't want to deal with it. Pacifier. But I hate to say it because they're addicted to their own phones. Right. So they want to play on their social media and do whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hey, how about you... uh, play with your kids well they only you... want to be a parent because it gets them a lot of likes on social media i love my yeah. kids i yeah. love my yeah. kids all but... right well i think i think we beat that one to death let's, <laughs> let's let's move on from that one we all know definitely the three of our well, feelings I, about it i'll tell yeah. you what i have something positive i do want to talk about i think maybe we could all uh maybe check out maybe i don't know so there's a patreon thing that i've been following uh, i'm sure you guys have all heard us talk about pat mcnamara and yep t max inc and his whole badassery stuff so they have a podcast, University of Badassery. It's one of the ones I like to listen to. They also have a Patreon group called, ah, uh, oh shit, the uh, Keep the Blaze Alive Coaching Squad. And it's something I signed up for. Um, I told you I went through some hard times this summer, you know, with some stuff, mental, my mental health and some, my my marital situation was dealing with some issues and yeah. so on and so forth. Which, which is a common stage in life. Oh, we all go through happens, it multiple man. times, you know, man. Nobody goes through the fire unscathed. Hell you know yeah. What I mean, no. so it, it was just something that kind of caught my attention and and it, quite the source of information, man. You know, I've been practicing different types of making fire. Uh, right. I, I was, uh, the one video I watched the other day was he was teaching how to use a topographical map. Right. You know, because not everybody, I, I mean, I know how right. to re- read a map. I was right. about 16. I asked my dad for a GPS right. for Christmas. He gave me a fucking atlas like a map you right, know right and he was like there's your gps i'm like what are you talking about he's like you learn how to read that then i'll get you a gps so well, it's it's even worse it's on watches now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um but that that was just something that you know it sparked my right. interest and and there's all kinds of stuff there are a few videos about dealing with hardship on there mm-hmm. they talk about i mean he even goes into some of his grooming habits and how he gets his beard the way he does and this and that and cooking mm-hmm. and he did one about how he makes his apple pie you know so it's not all badass right, right. John Wick, bang bang, shoot him up. You know, well, those ass are usually the stuff. more important ones. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But there are so many sources of information. You know, like the workout stuff. Right. He goes into his workouts big time, and that's kind of where I got the. I don't want to say the idea because that was given to me for somebody else. Mm-hmm. But the whole seven minute burpee thing. Yeah. Um, I was telling you guys earlier. Well, before um, we started recording, yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. one of the new workouts we've been doing is, I set a timer for seven minutes. This is what I'm gonna do for the entire month of January. Set a timer for seven minutes, and I do as many burpees as I can right, in seven right, minutes. Right. Uh, I've been pushing myself to do more high-intensity workouts, right, like right. you were saying, yeah. as well as I've been, instead of adding weight, I don't I do not do any traditional weightlifting. Mm-hmm. I do use resistance bands. Right, right. So, which are good. Yeah, so the, right. the one thing that the muscles understand is applied tension. Exactly. And that's what helps us build muscle. Right, right. Uh, with that being said, instead of doing a traditional bench press, I've been focusing on the resistance band workout where I may have the band attached to the wall and I do a pull like I'm pulling a rope back right? or turn around and I hook it to my palm and act like I'm throwing a strike, like I'm throwing a punch. Um, that resistance, you know, obviously over time builds, creating that muscle gain, whatever, so on and so forth. Right. But there's a lot of information about that on that particular page. Right. And yes, it is a Patreon, so obviously you got to pay for it. 
But I, I mean, I don't blame him. The guy's time is valuable. Everybody's right. got to, you know. I mean, you go. He's you, got lights to keep on too. Right. You go to places for 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 information, and not all. Inf- I mean, the problem of it is information overload now with mm-hmm. with with workout programs. And I have a very good friend who has advised me but his you know when you first start this stuff it's like go do it and you're like what the hell i i came to you for advice Mm -hmm. you know you're the expert he's like just do it and then i would go do it right and i'd come back and he's like well what worked and what didn't i'm like what are you talking about he goes what worked and what didn't i'd go through the list and he's like ah so now you're learning right Mm -hmm. then he would start giving me advice well don't do that and don't do this because you've got to figure it it, he's not just spoon feeding yeah yeah it's kind of like teaching somebody you can give somebody a fish or you can teach them the fish right so that's what he's doing it was more or less giving me go out and do it and then he would go through things and said well you might want to do this like you know i i started this i started this workout program at 50 years old right Mm -hmm. uh way way overweight and you know and so i've learned diet I'm playing with diet and mm-hmm. I'm playing with workouts, right? Well, when you start a, uh, you, you know, I, I start out with a guy that looks, you know, you met Tim. He's like, uh, he's like the Incredible Hulk, right? <laughs> Here I am, you know, and he can bench three times what I can. So he's like, oh, we're going to bench heavy. So first time I did it, you know, we started out light and then we went in the bench. And he's like, oh, jacking it up. And then the shoulder tendonitis, boom. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it has to do with how old you are and where you yeah, are. Oh, and absolutely. So. I'm doing more, so we, I throw heavy in just as a, as kind of a shock thing for me. Mm-hmm. But like you were saying with a lot of it has to do with, 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 when you're talking with the bands is making sure your, every muscle in your body is balanced because mm-hmm. when you get out of balance, that's, that hurts you worse. Oh, than, absolutely. So, you know, like you're talking about the bands, we, we do, I mean, we started off with the traditional ones, but we've kind of moved to we're working more with uh cable mm-hmm. you know cable exercises cable resistance and then dumbbells most of our stuff is dumbbells mm-hmm. and cable resistance and uh you know there's some traditional stuff thrown in there but uh i really believe that you, the you got to you got to make your 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 workout balanced you got to mm-hmm. oh, you got to make sure you're just you, you know looking I mean, we all got our goals. My goal is to be able to be pain-free and in good shape mm-hmm. and to do the things I could do before. At 51, I feel better than when I was in my 40s, all my yeah. 40s. Uh, so, you know, there's nothing wrong with resistant bands. Actually, resistance bands. Well, I, th- I think too many people want to die on a hill. This is the only yeah. way to do it. Exactly. That's the only way to do exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Right. There's no Every, right or wrong. Everybody's right. different. You, you, we all have different goals. Right. If right. you mm-hmm. if you want to be a big, strong power lifter, right. guess what? you got to lift a bunch of heavy fucking exactly. weight. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to be in your 50s and lose weight and feel right. better, it's like, hey, guess what? Most right. of that's going to be diet. Right. Yep. You know, exactly. What you said, you're, you're down 30 pounds. Right. What, what's your goal? Like, how many more do you have to go? I got another. I have right now. I am in the two twenties, and I want to be uh, one ninety five as my goal. Okay, so, so another thirty ish to 30, go. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're you're almost halfway there, and, yeah, that, exactly. and that's awesome. That's a great thing to be. But so now it's more about okay, how do I get moving? But how do right. I? Because I don't need to lift super heavy anymore because it's not as relevant. So let me right. just mm-hmm. do some other things to stay healthy, and, well, that, and that's great. The funny thing about it is, is the fact that you. You know, there, a lot of people will diet, right? And you're, you're just a, a, a typical downward spiral, right, on, on on your weight, right? Well, the problem of it is when you start working out, you've got a counter, you've got yeah. a counter thing going now on. Your caloric called, intake goes up mm-hmm. because you're right. burning those calories, right? But also, you're building muscle. Yeah, so, so you're gaining weight too. So you're gaining weight. So you'll have times where you'll just like 
yeah. flat plateau. It's ebbs and flows. Yeah, boom, and then boom, boom, all boom, of a sudden boom, boom. you'll go up, and you're like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then all of a sudden, choof, and then it, it does this and yep. it goes. I mean, it's- Everything goes in cycles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. the thing of it is, is get out there, get active. Is, is, is yeah, I, I think, I think for most move. people right now, yeah. I think the most important thing you can do is go for walks. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. And once you're once you're kind right. of there and you're ready, I was right. uh, listening to a podcast with the, the founder of Go Ruck. Right, mm-hmm. and right. I forget the gentleman's name. He's uh, ex-military. I, yeah. I th- think he was in the army. Right. And he's like, "Hey, I'm used to this. I used to build bags for people, right. so I built my own bag, and yeah. I, I could put some weight in there. I could do this and that." And, right. and he's like, "I can burn almost as much calories doing this as you right. could doing like a CrossFit type workout." Exactly. I'm like, for most people, that's very achievable. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Get a good quality rucksack. Right. Put some weight in there mm-hmm. and go for a walk around the neighborhood. Well, now, first, granted, start that's, walking. That's after yeah. right. you've already kind of. Exactly. Dieted down, yeah. lost right. some weight because the extra weight on your joints is going to be exactly be a problem. But you've got to build up to it. Yeah, but to I think, ease in. But yeah. I, th- I think right. most people, after a few months of like just walking, just hiking, right. doing right. that kind of stuff, you could easily put on a ruck, go for hikes, and that's going to be the most beneficial for your health anyway. Because right. if, especially if you're an adult, you're you're crunched on time. Yeah. So get your kids along, put them on their bikes, put them on the exactly. roller skates. You guys go like have fun. Yeah. Like be out in nature, like go, go in the woods, right. do all that kind of stuff. We, I think we, that'd be great. We started with flat walking. You know, we started with twice around, then three times around, and then we started looking because I got two German shepherds that need to be walked almost every day. Yeah, very so, high energy. So then we go out and we find more tough terrain to go on up and down. And I mean, you, I mean, we you walk half the distance and you're twice as sweaty. I mean, it's yeah. all start off slow, get your muscles used to what you're doing, and like you said, you walk and you're up to six miles and it's easy. And that's when you put the butt the rut rock on yeah, and put five pounds yeah in start it. with five pounds that's all you need. yes i mean i'm telling you it's like holy shit and then when that's easy again put 10 pounds in i mean yeah. it's yeah build slow right yeah you, you got all the time well, like, like yeah. i always tell people when they start lifting it's like right. hey if we could add one pound a week a week yes to yep. your you're lifts good. that's you'd good. be the strongest bitch on the planet in like four mm-hmm. or five years so yeah. it's like just start but small. everybody well, everybody wants the instant oh look he, yeah. you know you know everybody's trying to beat each other yeah but that's rubbish that's your ego well and i think that's what deters so many people from actually doing it they get started and then it's hard and then they're like oh well i'm not seeing the results i want right away and then they just get deterred they get upset with themselves and then they skip a day yeah and then they skip two days Days. and then they skip 10 days and then next thing you know they're gelatinous it's been six months they've gained 30 pounds (laughs) but they go into i mean it's like my wife and my daughter they you know i i i'm doing my training with a friend in a basement Right, I've been doing it there because it's like we're isolated. We can do what we want. We don't have anybody. My and wife, you got somebody to push you, which yeah, is important. Put, exactly. I mean, when you're accountable, right? Like the, the other day, I didn't. I mean, we're both looking at each other like I don't feel like this. So we started. I mean, you mm-hmm. don't. Every day doesn't have to be a Rocky movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I mean, you don't have to do Rocky time. So you start off okay. I don't. I kind of found shitty, and you know, you start doing your. You do your warm up. So you know, like I, I, my back was hurting. So we started with back, and then we said, "What are we going to do next?" And we started doing this, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know we're into it and it's an hour and a half later i'm like holy shit we didn't think this workout was gonna start anything yeah that's how it works my wife goes and my daughter gets this membership and you know here it is here's the here's the mecca of of fitness you know and they'll go in there like wow look what i do and and then after a week they're like what the you know i'm not seeing anything and so my wife except for after a week you're sore you're hurt you're hungry because you're dieting right right so my, I go in with my wife, and she's like, oh, we're going to this machine, this machine. I'm looking at her, and I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, you know, 
Butterflies. Butterflies. You know, like it's like like she's flying. I'm like, well, wait a minute here, honey. Uh, this this is not that's not exercise. What do you mean it's not exercise? I just did the machine. I'm like, honey, that's like five and a half pounds. And she's like, looks at me, and I'm like, okay, stop. Let's go over here. So I get her over there, and I give her these weights, and I said, do it. She goes, okay, give me those weights back. Here's this. Then it's like, oh, I can barely do that. Okay, now we know where your weight is. Mm -hmm. Take these back, give you these. So when she's, you know, you've got, there's more science to it than a lot of people want to do. And and do it so people don't get hurt. But the biggest thing is for for me is just being consistent. Exactly. It's like, this is a gym day. You allocate your time. You build your schedule around it. You just go, I don't care if you feel sick. Right. Yeah, well, obviously, if you're like six, six, yeah, stay home. Yeah, but yeah. If, if fever, stay home. If you're tired, if you're worn down, yeah. if you don't feel the greatest, whatever, tough right. shit, yeah. it's time to go. If yeah. you only right. do half of it, exactly. so what? You did something. You did it's, something. It's, it's half more than what you exactly. would have done staying at yeah. home. Exactly. There's, right. there's no such thing as overworking yourself, but there is such thing as under recovery. Recovery, 100%. Absolutely. Oh, that's, that's you know. yeah. And but that's that, a big thing, you, too, you'll, I you'll think, You'll learn guys. that later as you get into it. Like, there's times to... Eat a little extra, right. take some time off, but don't take all the time off. Like, right. yeah. like, like for me, if I was lifting, like I would eat a bunch of calories. I would go right. for a walk. I would yeah, get right. out. I would move. I would, I would go play disc golf or I would do something. Something. Yeah. But I, I need to get myself moving, but I'm yeah. not going to do the heavy like right. uh, stuff lifting like I would. Like, but nonetheless, yeah, I, I, mean, I think yeah. we've gone too far down the tangent. Yeah, <laughs> down the, down the, the, all right. So let's, let's get back on track. Cause I think we could definitely, we could talk about this for hours. Oh yeah. We're it's all pretty definitely. passionate about it, especially like in the journey that you're in right, <laughs> right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's, it's, whereas mine's ever changing because of injuries from lifting and all it, that kind yeah. of stuff. So I'm, that's been good. But so, okay. So let's, let's recap the year. So it was a shit show all the way around. The Ronas happened. Businesses were getting shut down. A bunch of people are still out of work. Mm-hmm. Like there's dictator crazy stuff going on like in California and New York. Mm-hmm. And there's Even a mass. over here. There's, yeah, there's a little bit. It's not as bad. Like right. there's mass exodus. People are like flooding to Texas and Florida right. and Arizona. Mm-hmm. Places where they have freedom. Like, and that's, right. that's amazing because I always tell people, if you don't like what's going on, vote with your dollars. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Move, go somewhere else. Yep. Do something else. Who cares? Go, like, go do what you believe in. So that's all happened. It was a it was a election year for the probably the most hated president ever, you know, or the most hated president and 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 I would say president elect. Yeah, I, I think it's this equally was, hated. <laughs> I think this was probably the most exciting, and I don't say that as in like, oh yeah, this is great. I mean, like exciting, like tensions are high, yeah, yeah. like things are happening, volatile, if yes, you will. That's right. probably a better. This way was probably the most volatile. Uh, election but, that uh, I remember. But how much of that is just because of social media? Oh, absolutely. Just right. because people now who don't have the right or don't don't have the right. Well, I guess what they, they have the right to a voice, but we maybe shouldn't be listening to them because everybody has right. a voice now because oh. of social media. Well, right. what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, not for everybody here? does because look at all the people in in Facebook time out. I mean, that's the other problem you're having is is the fact that only one side. Only one side's allowed to talk. Well, yeah. see, now here's where I guess I consider myself more liberal on that. Social media is not designed to be a f- platform for free speech. It never was. Right, it never right, will be. Right. If you are looking to free, you know, exercise your right of free speech, that's mm-hmm. when you step outside, you have your sign, and you chant. You right, do you the, right, the protesting right. and all that right. stuff. A lawful protest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying go break the law, but it, I, I've heard this argument with so many people, and I guess to me it doesn't matter if somebody's blocked on Facebook or Twitter mm-hmm. or whatever because of the simple fact of you agree to the terms and conditions of doing business with that specific 
I agree with you there. Yeah, except for it basically is a monopoly because there's no other place to go except for your local communities. Right. Yeah, and and again, I it's a double edged sword. It's a catch twenty two. Yes, there's you know there's certainly issues. I'm I'm not saying I'm willing to die on that hill. No, all I'm simply but they are a private business and they have the right right to do what they want to. That's no different than someone walking into my business Mm -hmm. and I say, hey man, I can't allow you to come in here with no shirt on or no shoes. You know, and they're like, well. And I'm yeah. like, well, sorry, man, sorry, no bro, shoes, no, yeah. no, no, that's, you know? right. exactly. And, and I completely right. understand I, where I you're agree with that, with that. But where I think the problem lies is some of the people that have been, and, and I'm not, and this isn't mm-hmm. just, this isn't just a Republican Democrat thing because yeah. both, there are people that have beliefs and they're talking about them and they don't fit a narrative and they're just basically being censored, censored. And, no. and for no, I mean, the perfect example of it is is there like we were talking the tinfoil stuff right they have literally removed all traces of any of that stuff that mm-hmm. happened in italy yeah and to me it's like why would you why would you why? censor something like that yeah yeah i'm not saying right, i agree right, right, i'm not right, saying right, i agree right. with and i agree with you that that they're a company and people shouldn't be able to say I'm, I'm not going on the fact that people should be able to say whatever they want to say. My point of it is, is the censorship seems not to be making sense. Yes. Yeah. It yeah, should, it should be equal on both sides. Right. And it does not seem to be at the so moment. So I was no. actually kind of interested to see what happened to Twitter's stock after they banned President Trump. Because that's something I've been paying a lot of, of attention to on my own. Just my, my side kind of get. Yeah. Gig. Because that just right. recently happened. And it's funny because we talked about that months ago, I think, right. in one of our podcasts. Where I said, yeah, I think he'll get banned, but not till after yeah. you know, he's out of right. office. So right. <laughs> it was kind of surprising. Well, I think, I think I said, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I could see Trumper coming. <laughs> you uh, know? Who knows? Who cares? You know, I could uh, see these, you know, the, the, the I'm, I'm counter ready, I'm stuff. Ready, I'm ready for his ego to go away. I, yeah. I just am. I mean, yeah, so it looks like it's dropped significantly. That's not a surprise. It, it'll, yeah. it'll bounce back in a yeah. couple of weeks. But that, well, well, I never, I mean, I've been getting into no, no, I get it. stocks. I, but I'm, I've never liked that company. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that company from the beginning. So, so the end of the year started to come. The tensions were super yeah, high yeah. going into the election. Uh, it looks like Joe Biden won. It seems like there was certainly some fuckery afoot. Yeah, and I got a bunch of friends who thought that everything was going to be overturned. And I told them, "Trust me, dude, it's not. I pro- promise mm-hmm. you, it will not get overturned." And they were convinced that it's going to happen. And, and and the real issue with that is again that now half of the country is not going to trust the system. It's like we have to be able to trust our process. Yeah, I like to be optimistic that things are going to work out. It will. It's, not, it's going to take time. But I'm not oblivious to the fact that it's probably not going to yeah. go the way she, I would like it to, right. to be. But again, I am one single person yes. in a vast sea And it's sea not always going to go the way you want it to be. No, but it, luckily, that's why there's checks and balances. Absolutely. And it makes things difficult. Mm-hmm. The scary so, thing of it all is the unintended consequences that happen that are beyond anybody's control. Yeah. And that's what that's where we're sitting there looking at it could be any of these any of these people can have an unintended consequence that can affect everybody and and when tension's high there's more chance of that happening than when it's low and people are seem not to be in politics reasonable and are looking how to move on from where we are we're still they're still deadlocked in in the fight of death nobody's looked on and said hey there's a future what are we going to do mm-hmm. to what are we going to do with those 78 million people that are disenchanted with the process 
and they need to start thinking about that and they that's need a good to point. start uniting people. That's a very mm-hmm. good point because we're definitely yeah. not united right now. Yeah. Everyone's just divided right in the middle. Right. It seems to be only political lines. And it's like, right. guys, like we're all way more complex than right. stupid political right. parties. Well, I was even doing? talking to my wife about it last night. And, and, you know, most of the people I associate with on a daily basis generally mm-hmm. agree with the same thing I do right. politically. I don't talk to them about my politics. Right. One, because I don't need to live in an echo chamber. Yes, I don't, exactly. I know that you agree with me. I don't. Uh, congratulations. Right. Let's move on. What I want to do, I want to have the conversation with the people who disagree with me right. civilly, so that way we can learn something from each other. Right. But nobody wants to do that anymore. It's very tough to find. Right. Absolutely. Yes. It yeah. is very difficult. Be, being Being kind of the unique, I'm more of a constitutionalist. I believe in the Constitution mm-hmm. and, and, and the equal application of the constitution right and both of those people i think go afoul of it but the scary thing of it is being kind of more neutral than everybody else because i don't really care about these people i see them as you got to vote for one or the other because i try to make them where one has to be checks to the balances to the other but what what is really weird to me is this is the first time in my life i've ever heard two distinct groups throw throw out allegations against the other one and they're exactly all the same i mean one is you know one side says you know the constitution and then the other one runs around says he's a he's a he's horrible and he doesn't follow the constitution i'm like it's like an echo chamber almost Mm of of the of the propaganda that they put out against the other person and now it just becomes which side you believe and those of us in the middle are looking at each other looking at both sides going you guys sound alike. You you have the same issues. I've never seen this where if it looks like a duck. Yeah, I walks mean it's like, like a duck, it's, quacks like a duck. It's like both sides are, are ducks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, both sides are basically bringing up the same thing against the other side, and it's the first time I've ever heard it in my. Yeah. You know, Trump's violent, and then you see, and then the the worst part is if you say to the other guy, "Well, what about Oregon and and and, and yeah. Washington?" They get all mad at you, and then and then if you go to the other side, you say the other side's there. Well, what about that? And they're like, "Whoa, you know, it's yeah." I mean, the the problem of it is is accountability. Nobody wants to be held accountable for their own faults. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's a good point. And and this is something as the the leader in chief of the country that you're going to have to to own because you know I I I joke about this. I I, I kind of say if if Congress, I just pick Mitch McConnell because because he's the head guy of of it right now. If if Mitch McConnell and Pelosi were the crew of the of the Titanic, the first the first knowledge that they hit an iceberg was when they got in the lifeboats and were rowing away. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you guys you guys are our leadership and Trump is leadership. You got to, you got to own what goes on because your leadership, I mean, if you're a, a captain of the ship, even if you're not on the ship and your ship runs aground, you get disciplined. Yeah. You're responsible for everybody. So these people need to start taking ownership and say, Hey, it's on me. I need to do something, not yeah. blaming it on everybody else. Unfortunately, that is a pie in the sky thing right. that's not gonna happen until we get new but people we, in office but we as we can control that with our votes luckily yes and I, I, again, we that's need why, to start that's to. why politicians like dan crenshaw give me hope for the future right right yeah but, but they, the, they really do but if we can put the like you say if we can talk amongst each other and agree to disagree and focus on the things that we want as a future which is most people want 
we can we can push them more than if we're divided and fighting over the scraps. And that's what we, we need to do. Uh, we need to embrace making this country great again and not what what political party yeah. we are or whatever whatever issue guns abortion yeah. blah blah it goes on forever well yeah. it seems like people's biggest deal is finding out what other people disagree with instead of the things yeah. we agree on right you know it's easier for me to i shouldn't say easier it is easier to find things that we agree on but it's it's equally as appealing right to have a conversation with somebody and and explain to them why they're wrong, right? You know, right, right? And why your opinion is right, or why my opinion is right, or but that, but that's the same old bullshit of everyone's trying to change everyone else's minds, yeah. right? Instead and, of just saying, "Hey, this is what I believe," but you have the right to believe what you believe, and I should try to be empathetic and try to right. understand where you're coming yeah. from. Which is all fine and dandy until you have a mission, and then all of a sudden you have to find twenty people that can't get along with each other can all of a sudden work together to do a mission. Mm-hmm. Right. So the question of it is, is do we do we, you know, do we outline a mission, you know, and this is this has to come from people smarter than us and higher than us. If somebody needs to take the high road and say, listen, you know, this is our mission and we need to move forward. We need people to, to get aboard and move mm-hmm. this forward. Let's I mean, we can talk about to the end of the world about what's wrong let's let's push things what's right you know and it's, yeah it's going to take somebody like one of these people like you're talking about or one of these politicians to to move things forward i mean you know we we, we really need somebody like teddy roosevelt that wants to run things mm-hmm. forward in this generation and there's none of those people because i mean they're tore apart before they ever get <laughs> they ever yeah. get the shine true story all right well we've Certainly been rambling on long enough here, so let's let's kind of wrap this bad boy up. And so, so now we're coming into 2021. Uh, we're a few weeks in at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Biden is getting ready to take office. Trump's going to be out. Obviously, a bunch of people are, are very upset with that, but that's just kind of how elections go. I mean, nowadays, you win some, you lose some. Well, not not that. It's nowadays half of the country is going to be super mad yeah, right. that no their that their party didn't win. It's just yep. how things go nowadays because we're we're way past the days of you know, somebody getting elected by eighty percent. It's it's almost always right down the line. It's going to be super yeah, close. Right. It's just how things because everyone's just party lines. And the ones in the middle are just stuck between a rock and a hard place because, well, both of those options are usually dog shit. Yeah. Right? So so what do you guys that's think? That's putting it nicely. That's being nice. So what do you guys think is going to happen in the first couple of months of uh, Biden taking office? I don't know. I guess I don't – I'm not educated enough to be able to answer that question. Fair enough. Um, I'm just not, you know. All that's, I know that's, that's obvious for the three of us. Right? Yeah, right. You know, but I mean, but in your opinion, in your thoughts, what do you think? You think it's going to be a lot of the same old, same old, or you think that they're going to come in with a bunch of these things and try to push all their no, agenda I, and, I, and do the gun bans that everybody's no, worried about and all I, this kind of stuff? And, I think it's going to be just like any other president we've had in, in history. That the first thing they're going to do is come into office, and in the first hundred days, they're going to do everything they can to undo what the last guy did. Right. That's all it is. That's all it is. Look at what Trump did to. Obamacare and all that stuff right. you know I'm not I'm not trying to pick sides over that one all I'm simply stating is that if you look at it statistically every president who has come into office after inauguration his first hundred days practically the only thing that they're ever really doing is undoing what the guy before them did writing their executive orders and yeah everything like that just undoing what was done before them I, I guess I'm a little I'm a little less optimistic as than you are based on the fact that 
they have all three houses. They well, have all three and that's stages. where I am hesitant to say that. Right, right. Um, but um, uh, I, I, I guess at the risk of sounding egotistical, mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to keep doing whatever the fuck I want to do. Right. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, man. I've got, like I said, right. I got the stuff down there at my right, store right, going. Right. And I've got a few side gigs I've been working can't on. Can't worry own. about what you can't change. Yeah. So I've right. been focusing on my own shit. I've been, uh, we talked about stocks a little bit. Right. That's one thing I've been diving into on my own is you know, I've been investing in the stock market. I've been putting a little money mm-hmm. into cryptocurrency. Right. You know, I've been investing money into things that I want around my house. You know, I'm going to try to start up a little garden this year and do did that last year, yeah. you know, and do stuff like that. I want to turn my, my life into a more self-sustaining situation, right. you know, not because for what I, it, it's just, it's the sense of enjoyment of it and the sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. My parents, you know, they, they accomplish a lot in their lives. My grandparents, they accomplish a lot in their lives. I want to feel that same amount of accomplishment. Even though I'm surrounded by, you know, turkeys or whatever you want to call it, I still right. want to be an eagle. I right. still want to fly, <laughs> you right. know. Right. And yeah. and and again, I'm not saying that to sound egotistical, but in nope. a way, I, you have exactly you have to have a little from. bit of that cockiness to to have that mindset of you know I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to. That's do. how things get done. That's American yeah. tradition. Yeah, you know. So I mean, and I'm still going to be there to help out, you know, people along the way as best as I can, right. you know. But I'm going to focus on making. You know, because to me, 2020 was a great year. 2020 was a great year for me because I did a lot of self improvement. Right. Not not because the world sucked and it that. was shut yeah. down and it was yeah, it was you know, it was like a the, shit sandwich. It was but, like the best and the worst all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, and it's so weird to think that because I'm not the only person. Well, you made who you, said you, that you've taken lemons and made it into lemonade and not quit like a lot of people tried. Did. I've tried. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, I mean, the fact that you tried is more than ninety percent of the people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, so. Failure is failure is the is one of the best learning tools yeah. they are to be successful. Because yeah. if you don't try, you you and, most, and, and most effective. An empty yeah. stomach, an yeah. empty wallet, and a yeah. broken heart are some of the best life lessons exactly. I've ever learned. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and but they so, suck when it all happens at the same time, right? So to me, 2021 is just going to be a continuation right. of that. I'm just going to keep on trucking along like little gravy train that I got going and. Hopefully, I can hitch a few more wagons to the back of it. Hey, I think that's the best perspective going forward. Tom, what are your thoughts? What do you think is going to happen in the next few months? You know, it's like I wish I had a crystal ball and I had a membership at Friends Psychic Network, but I don't. But my my worries are is if things continue to go like they are going and nobody puts the brakes on it, it could be a very, very rough year. And we could see even more acting out than we've seen before. So... Like you said, hopefully he goes in there for mm-hmm. the first hundred days and he does his work and he, he keeps quiet. And then they, you know, the thing of it is, is, is whether they like to admit it or not, guns is one of those issues that has come back and yeah. tore them up election after election after election. And most of the people that they've, that they've managed to get to vote for them, if they start coming in and saying, we're going to get rid of this stuff. I mean, let's face it. It's, it's an, you're talking a very, very volatile uh, subject and you're also talking mm-hmm. a constitutional amendment and there's constitutional amendments with states who have rules that they have adopted that if we get if they get rid of it on a national level that you know it voids it, it goes into the craziness right yeah. the whole tinfoil thing so to me if you want to if you want to if you don't want to go down that road you're gonna have to leave that alone i mean i'm mm-hmm. not saying that they won't go after certain things uh 
they just need to leave it go because it's a hot button. And if you want unity, you can't get unity by driving a stake in yeah. the, the that to the, the the heart of that issue. Right. I yeah. mean, in, in a lot of, I mean, we all get, we all laugh about it, but the one thing of it is is. When you look at the demographics of these new gun owners you're yeah. getting is, like you said, they're not they're not really gun owners. They're the first-time owners, and a lot of them are people who voted for Joe Biden. Well, it seems like there's been a portion of them who are doing it not out of respect for the process, but right. out of fear. Right. They're doing it because they're afraid. Right. You know, and I had a couple, and uh, I shouldn't say, I, I had a several groups of mm-hmm. elderly couples right. who had come in for CHL training at the end of 2020, right. you know, and at the risk of sounding mean, I'm like, man, you guys are going to die of a heart attack before you ever have the opportunity to defend yourself. Right. And I'm not saying that because they're old or whatever, but it's, it's the just type of people. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and, you know, I've had people come in and they think this is just going to be a cakewalk. They sit there, right. listen to me talk for a couple hours you know, and, and for me, that's not the way I run my classes. Right. I am not a cookie cutter course. Exactly. And so people come in, they have this preconceived notion of what's going to happen, that basically I'm giving right. them a license to kill right. and do all yeah, this and not. that. It's a, yeah, yeah exactly. and then finally we get out to the range and I'm like, you have to perform these specific right. standards in right. order for me to personally right. sign off on that piece of paper that right. says you right. are ready to do this. Yeah. And it, people get upset sometimes right. because they can't do it. It's like, like I like to remind them, this isn't about Republican and Democrat. This is a constitutional amendment that that these are rights gained to you because of hard fought and hard yes. won rules that people made. The fact of it is, is, is everybody should have the right to defend themselves. And, you know, this is the thing where you get to these people is they're finally starting to realize that that 911 isn't going to come and save them. That, yeah. that all of our safety is on us to You to are ensure. your own first responder. Right, right. You know, and, and these and I think they're finally getting it that what a lot of us saw that how, you know, most of it is a lot of us that went overseas and did things over there. We saw the thin veneer of what yeah. America has and how fast things can go bad. And you look at it, you know, I mean, you have the, you, you have the Capitol building as one of the most secure areas, but it, you, you can't control 1 million people. Mm-mm. I mean, and then if you, 2 million people, 3 million people, that's, that's a lot of people just on, you know, I don't think you could control 3 million people with with the loadout of, of all of what's in D.C. Well, and that's, I've had people make comments to me, you know, like, well, how, why would you even take on the government? They got nukes and all this and that, blah, blah. And I'm like, have you not paid attention to what's been going on in the Middle East for the last 20 exactly. fucking years? I mean, well, I mean the, you, they've you, been fighting right. the U.S. government with sticks and rocks right, and right, AK-47s, right. and that's it. And that's you know? not the, – well, the other thing of it is, is is if you look at – you know, you look at America, right? We – those of us who serve, whether it's law enforcement or, or military, mm-hmm. we have a very, very – unique perspective on things because we took an oath to the constitution. Yes. We didn't take an oath to president Trump or yeah. president whoever Biden. was happened to be right. in office at the right. moment. We, we have a code of conduct, which is the constitution. And, and those of us who believe in it, follow it. Yeah. And my thing of it is, is, is if you give me an all unlawful order, I'm going to look at you and say, stick it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because th- this is the rules of everybody. And this is where, when you start talking about fighting the military, you're putting the military in a real bad conundrum by saying we're, we we ask you to violate the orders because 
in our lifetime, we know that the Nazis tried to use that, and we yeah. took it. We said it wasn't a, a an acceptable excuse. So how are we who set that standard now want to Got violate it. the standard? Yeah. Be hypocritical. Yeah, towards it. yeah. So you know, I mean, when you get into this is this is the things that I don't think these people think about is. I could see the government, the military saying, hey, I ain't fighting my own people. I, You can't make me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's certain branches of the government that's going to always follow and it's going to be like that. But I I can almost see more of people saying, I'm not I'm not getting into that. Yeah. Uh, you mean at the, at the individual level? Yeah, at the individual level, mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, most of the people that are that are wearing uniforms believe in the Constitution and, and, and the rule of law. I want to believe you, and I do for, like, the spec op guys mm-hmm. or the older generation like you, but mm-hmm. not these 18-year-old kids who've grown up on social media and haven't experienced Which the Which we talked about earlier today. We And that's that's the scary uh, part where we're going, like I was saying we can, earlier. We can look at Katrina for that right. kind of stuff. I mean, National right. Guard was going house to house, taking people's firearms away. Yep. That is unconstitutional. You cannot right. do that. And they right. were doing it. Right. So I mean, I'm like, not saying it won't, I know, won't happen, I know, but I'm just saying that most most of the people believe that. And like we talked about earlier today, I'm seeing a shift in 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 management of people like you saying you want. And this is the way I I, I run a you know you run a task force with is is you don't want everybody that sits there around your table and you say yeah this is what we're going to do and this is what this is we're going through our briefing everybody goes that's a great idea yes sir yes sir good 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 no you want that guy that goes hey man you fucked up that's a mistake you're supposed to be it's not here you're supposed to be here or or, or you're like this is it and it's like well what about your flank what do you mean this is right over here you know what's what's over here oh shit i didn't even think about yeah so you need a you need a you unique team of professionals to do this and this is where law enforcement is falling and we saw it happen with atf and waco they were the you know this they didn't care they went in they didn't listen to their own people yeah it was inter- yeah yeah, it yeah. Was- so we see these failures but they're only getting worse as as we get these people i mean we even seen it in in president trump's own uh his own counsel, right? Yeah. They couldn't get, if you don't respect people and work as a team, you start dividing and you fight amongst each other. There's, you're not an effective no progress. Team. Right. Right. So, um, I guess my point is it, a lot of it based on his actions in whether he wants to make unite people or make people comply. And if we go unite things, may, we may get through the year without anything going on. But when we start pushing compliance and making that, that 78,000 or 78 million people do things that they don't want to do, that's when you well, start be, seeing it. Let's be real honest. The American spirit has a lot of defiance in it. it, it bingo. So that, and that, that is... Yeah. That is a good thing. We want right. that. Again, you don't yeah. want a bunch right. of yes men. Right. You want well, a little bit of defiance in right. there. Right. Because... You you got to do it because if we don't, we're if we don't push back against the government. I'm not saying civil war, but if we don't use our legal means to say fuck no, then we become then the government's going to become ty- uh, tyranny. We're going to they're yeah. gonna be ty- tyrannical, and they're going to push us into into a box that we can't get out. The machine so, wins. Yeah. So you always have to, it's, it's always a, it's always a tug of war between what the government wants to do and what the people allow to do. And this is where, where, where I think it's time for the people to drop a lot of the things and start getting together and start, I mean, even at grassroots, start going down to these places that, you know, that are just, you know, local areas that are not, mm-hmm. not following the rules and saying, you know what? 
time for you to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like it. it. I yeah. like it. Well, I'll tell you what. It's like people got to get involved. We can't sit there and watch it on the TV and bitch about it on on Facebook. Oh, wah. Yeah, and I think more and more people are starting to realize that. I think right. I think good things will come up. But again, it's going to be right. a long process. Oh well, yeah. So it's it's going to take a long time. But I I, I, I talk about this like every election that yeah. like, that always happens because I can remember when Obama got elected. And a bunch of my friends were yeah. super worried that all your guns are going to be taken away and you're going to yeah. lose all your rights. He's become a new dictator. And, oh my god! And, and guess what? Everything was fine. There was right. there was a big shortage of firearms and ammo for a while. Kind of like was, now. He was a goddamn really good salesman for firearms. Yeah, best they are for yeah. salesman ever. <laughs> Yeah, well, was, and, and then yeah. I know a bunch of other friends who are super worried about Trump getting in. And, yeah. Oh my God, he's going to take over. And he's going to be the new he's dictator. Tank and, the country. And he's never going to yeah. leave. And it's going to be, be horrible. Man, and, oh so, my God. So I guess he's going to start wars everywhere. Yeah. The last thing I would want to say, anybody who is listening to this, if you disagree, reach out to me. Let's have a conversation. As long yeah. as we can be civil with each other, I promise. Right. I promise anybody who's listening, I can have a civil conversation with you. As long as we can sit across the table from each other and treat each other like human fucking beings, and at right. the end of that conversation, even if we disagree, I will still shake your hand and respect you as a person, as long as it doesn't have anything to do right. with hurting right. other people. Right. And I will still respect you as a person, and I would still do anything that, for them that I would do for anybody else. Right. It's all on the perspective. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of people are way they are because of uh, of their perspective and things that happen to them. You know, uh, life, life yeah. is a is a culmination of events that led well, us up to Americans. this exact moment. Yeah, we're all Americans, and we need to make this country better than fighting with each other. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. But yeah. I, again, I just I don't think anything's really going to change. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be a lot of the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. But I will hold true to the fact that I do not believe that Biden is capable of doing that job, and I truly believe that he will step down within six months. And then we'll see how radical the uh, – is it Kamala or is it Kamala? Uh, Kamala. Kamala. Kamala Harris. Kamala. So, like, we, we'll see how radical she really is at that point because I know right. she's threatened a lot right. of executive orders and right. that kind Just of stuff. Just watch The Simpsons. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, so, well, so t- time will tell on that one. Like, the, the, honestly, the only thing that really worries me at the moment is some sort of, like – firearms or yeah, magazine yeah. ban like happened yeah. when, when bush was in that's the only thing that i'm worried about but obama right. talked about a lot of that stuff and guess what fucking nothing happened yeah. so we can go back to his his tinfoil hat what, what was go, the go, other thing go watch the simpsons they, no, no 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 the tinfoil hat thing uh the funny thing is 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 the the, the meme that says you know uh biden's really happy with his third term as vice president yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm, i in mac and you i don't i haven't sent you any of this but mac can attest i, I i'm the world's worst for sending memes and jokes <laughs> around on both parties i mean i just i just it just laugh it just makes me laugh you know you got to laugh about something and yeah. these memes you know i mean I, they got trump memes it's and just, biden memes and i guess and pelosi memes i just my laugh favorite at it. mcconnell memes the, there was a meme that it was nancy pelosi's twitter and it said somebody shit on my desk <laughs> yeah, i know because <laughs> after the white house or the after yeah. the capitol building incident it was like you know photoshopped her, well, her somebody, twitter somebody shit on my yeah, desk somebody, <laughs> somebody you know uh you know, I, somebody sent me something. Was that you sitting at so and so's desk? And that, my 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 typical response, you know, military response is, no, that would have been a big pile of shit on it. You know, it's <laughs> just like a you know a typical military expense. And then mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden, all the memes come out. I'm like, yeah. oh great. Now, you know, somebody listening to the podcast, oh, you're just disrespectful. Yeah. No, it's just a it's kind it's of a, a joke a thing. Joke, man. Yeah, it's a it's a meme thing. You know, and that's C- the other calm thing. down, people. Like that, that's the other thing. We can is, talk about things. It's funny. Yeah. I mean, lighten up, Francis. I mean, come on. You know, I mean, you're a political person. There is, you know. Uh, you know, for the t- t- 
traditionally in, in America, we've always made fun of our leadership. You know, it's like the rite of passage, you know, and now they all get butthurt about it. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, you're disrespectful. Well, you know, I mean, come on, you know. Look at the things it, that you do and say. That's very disrespectful, too. Well, yeah, exactly. You can't have you can't have one without the other. You can't have comedy without right. upsetting or hurting somebody's feelings. That's right. that's why comedians are so important because right. they don't give a shit about yeah. political this right. and that. And, and like mm-hmm. they'll just say what they think. And it's funny because right. most of the people are like, oh, I wish I could say that, but I can't because right, I get right, in trouble. Right. Yeah, they're, they're saying what everybody wishes they could. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the speaking of that is is we went back and watched Eddie Murphy Delirious. And the things he said on that is like, you know, we've gone from – We've gone from being able to laugh at ourselves back to mm-hmm. we're taking things way too serious. You know, we went from, you know, it's kind of you watch and you get to the end and he's like, he's like, you know, you know, 25 years ago, you know, uh, this black person couldn't play piano here. But here is a 27 year old black man talking about, you know, mm-hmm. about buttholes and things like that. And, you know, what's the, but it's America and we've kind of lost this. Well, I, again, I think it comes back to what you said earlier, yeah. Tom, is it's all one-sided. Yeah. Like, if your side is doing the punching down, then it's fine. Right. right. The punching up or whatever, then, yeah. it, right. then, it's, then it's okay. But if the other yeah. side does it, God forbid, you know, because right. then it's right. hate speech or whatever. Like, well, let's, let's calm the fuck nobody's down. Nobody's willing to take their licks. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's, yeah. let's calm down. Let's laugh on both sides of it. Right. And again, let's come together and move forward. We, be, we, mm-hmm. become, we certainly need to do that or times will yeah. get really tough. I don't believe civil war is coming. I know a lot of people do. I don't. I think things are going to be just fine. We're going to get along. It's going to be tough for a few years, but you know what? I think we're going to start to head in the right direction because, again, I think the pendulum mm-hmm. has hit too far one way. Yeah. So now, now we need to come back towards back. the middle and hopefully we can keep it there long enough to doesn't swing too far to the other side because right. we need to keep it somewhere in the middle. That's the, certainly a good the, thing. The, this is a message I have to say about about when we talk about civil war. I think we owe it to before we go start talking about that, I think we owe it to a better solution. I mean, before we take up arms against yeah. our brothers, we need to come up with a better solution. Hey, this is a time of ideas. Yes. yes. The only thing to beat bad ideas right. is it's better good. ideas. Yeah, exactly. The only thing to beat bad speech is better speech. Right. Like we mm-hmm. need to work through these things as a community because we all need to it's realize we're all fucking Americans. Right. It's a failure to civil war is a, a fundamental failure on everybody's part. Yeah. The, now, these people are screaming for it. They think they want it. Like they're right. not ready for it. Anybody who says that has never right. really been to war. Nope. My, my point of it is, is, is if we have to go to civil war, it's not going to be like, you know, the three of us sitting here saying, Oh, let's do it. It's not going to be that it's going to be, when there's a major breakdown in, in leadership of this country and you have some kind of unintended yeah. consequence, you know, we owe it to this country mm-hmm. to be looking at, to to defuse where we are now and to unite as Americans and make yeah. America better. Yeah. We, one of, we, we owe it to each other. And yeah, one, one of those pillars that support the country will have collapsed before we reach that point. Right, right. And you I, know, I the believe fundamentals. the most right. important thing that we can do right now is what we're doing right here. Have the conversations that right. people are scared to have. Exactly. Put out things out there that make people question their own beliefs. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, let, let's let's struggle with that. Because, like, I heard years ago, and it's it rings true today, if you cannot explain why you believe what you believe, mm-hmm. then you believe nothing. Yep. That's just how it right. boils down to right. it. So let's let's get on yeah. board. Let's talk to right. our neighbors. Right. Let's love each other. And let's let's work together for a better future for everyone. That's what we need to do. Let's We've do rambled it. on for way too damn long. No. Holy hell. Boyos, oh, yeah. 
Always a pleasure. Oh. We will do this again soon. Yeah. It's, it's always fun. I have so much fun when you guys come over and we just bullshit about stuff. And yeah. today was kind of special because normally we kind of have a topic, but mm-hmm. this time we didn't. We just kind of just talked. You know, I actually think of... I rambled more than I normally do. You, you, you definitely did, but there was things you needed to go off right. your chest, and that's right. a good thing. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah, I got, it's made it some good It's been points. a while since we've all sat down and talked. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah it's, it's been a long time, so it's, it's definitely needed more often so we can definitely have hopefully more concise <laughs> conversations because we were all over the place but that's okay no. too so is this so is this year that's, that's the year that's in, very in true conclusion, yeah. but know? i i am very hopeful that this year will get better hopefully a lot of the restrictions will get lifted we'll get back to life people will start to open their businesses up and and life will start to get better because like obviously you know after like some sort of like a a, a pullback in the society like leads to like a brick spring mm-hmm. forward right so hopefully those will be coming the next few years as well well, I'm excited for 2021, man. I'm jacked. I'm cranked. I love it. So, boyos, thank you so much. Yep. Good and being we, here. We will see you guys next time. Holy hell, guys. <laughs> <laughs>